There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the second part of our best of 2023 episodes of Off Menu, James. That's what we're listening to. Best of 2,223 episodes. I didn't even know we'd done that many. You must be finishing off the cleaning now. Yeah, I hope so. James, if you're listening, um, look, this is a whole other episode. So maybe give the house another once over. Yeah. If you get into the end now, you know, just, just do it again. Make sure it's spick and span. So maybe you won't have to clean again until next year. Like a, the whole house would be fine. Now, we love a character on Off Menu. Our guests didn't disappoint this year either, James. Not just us doing the great characters. No, not just us doing the great characters. Also, Judy Love, Carol Forderman, Paul Rudd, and the first person to do an entire episode in character, Garth Marenghi. Oh, with a good bit of butter. And I love my, is it presidential? Butter, it's got the salt Ooh. in it. It's got the fr- the salt. Oh, yeah, the, the presidents, I think. Oh, yeah. that's it, presidents. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, my. Right. Oh, I've changed. I've changed. <laughs> oh, my God. I've changed. <laughs> that butter is amazing. Yeah, with the chunks of salt in it. Oh, my Lord. Just, just see myself in Waitrose. Yeah. Walking down the freezer aisle. <laughs> the butter and the yogurt. And I just reach for my, what's it called? President, I think. President, butter. Lower it into the cart. Yes. Wander around alcohol. Looking for nice male milk. <laughs> oh, a few olives. Oh, life, life. Forever changing. I like, oh. I like this character. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love this character. Life. 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 Just wandering endlessly and effortlessly. <laughs> Effortlessly. You know the word I'm trying to say. Effortlessly. Ironically, taking a lot of effort to say this word. (laughs) Effortlessly. Through the aisles, my olives and soft knead sourdough bread. And my presidents. 
Americans suddenly went American. My Argentinian, Argentinian Melbourne. Delightful and deep and rich. In magazine, I might buy Home Life. Home and Farm Life. Magazine. Uh, <laughs> what happened to my the My Bon Boar jacket. Is that what it's called? Bon Boar. Some jackets and Bon Boar jackets. I don't know what the jackets are. Barber. Barber. Bar- barber jackets. Maybe a North Face jacket. Maybe one of those. Just, oh, I just absolutely love it. Judy, can you, can you please do an episode of Loose Women where you just do this character yeah. for the whole thing and you do it under a different name? What would I call her? What would I call that character? She'd have to be Mrs. Something. Or Lady Something. Lady yeah. Something, yeah. I'd, it'd be better if I call her Lady, but I'd have to use like a patois, which is Jamaican mm. slang, mm. so that people in Jamaican would know what that r- word is, mm-hmm. but nobody else would. So you've yeah. just got people saying this word, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is like absurd, but people just call it, yeah, it'd have to be something like that. I don't know, this character's just in me sometimes. That's great. It's a great yeah, character. Love it. Love it. Well, I think of my name. I mean, what pat could you could you use? Well, there's the normals, isn't it? Like Bumba Clark, Ras Clark, they don't make this. People same. know those ones. Yeah, I think yeah. people know those people yeah, know those ones. So I've got to find yeah. they, they even use those words in Lakanda. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. say that in the yeah. camp. In the camp, see? A little bit of spice and you're swimming over to Shikanda. You see that? Oh, my God. I mean, I'd have to find a word. I'd have to think. Maybe by the end of today, I'll find a word. And lady will have a name. So a word that could kind of mean la da Yeah. Well-to-do. Shakal Pandem. So that's like like show off on them or something like that. Nice. That could be double-barreled. Double-barreled. Shakal on them. Yeah. My name is Lady Shakal on them. You would never know. Shack out on them, yeah. Lady, shack out on them. Not saying that's the official name, yeah. But we'll work through it. So all like uncles, step family, everybody's farmers. Maybe yeah. First boyfriend was a chicken farmer, Rick the Chick. What? <laughs> Rick the Chick. Rick the Chick. Ricky, his name was. He was a chicken farmer. Yes, yeah. Rick the chick. <laughs> so why, if he was a chicken farmer, why did people call him Rick the Chick? It's Welsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, Rick the Chick. You have Billy the Milk. You have. Yeah. What you have to understand. But he was a chicken what? farmer. Why is he a chick now? Billy the milk. Because he's the chicken farmer. But then he should have been Rick the ch- Rick the chicken farmer. What? No, come but he's on. not a chicken. You can't is he? say that. That chicken, makes chick, me think chicken no, short. Chicken well, short for say, a chicken farmer. That makes Rick, me think oh, he's going to be he's a chicken. Ricky the chicken farmer. Yeah. He's or Rick the, the chick. Rick and farmer the chicken farmer. <laughs> You want me to be called that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, wicked farmer. Does that just make, he makes me think he's a chick? In Wales, it's yeah. that a lot of people have the same surname. Yes. So you have to distinguish, yeah. and a lot of people have the same first name. Yeah. So a very common name would be like David Jones, for instance. Mm, yeah. And so, and a lot of people would be that. It's like even in, you know, in our rugby scrum, we've got Wynne Jones and Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two entirely separate people. Yes, that's how normal it is. But what do you so call you them? distinguish. Win the rugby and Alan win the rugby. <laughs> no, you might say the the ball. Yeah. Or you might, you know, you'd give it. So, so it's like my stepfather was, um, who was my dad, who's Italian, who's Italian prisoner of war, Italian food. We're coming on to that. Uh-huh. And he had uh, Dai Ginge. So it was David, and they all had this. So Dai Ginge would work with my dad, and then there would be Dai the Spark. Or as you would prefer to call him, David the Electrician. David the Electrician. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's not that's quite the same. Yeah. Did you have a nickname, Carol? Yeah, but I'm not telling you. 
Because <laughs> that would go viral. Really? <laughs> so your dream drink, is it brown? It would be brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a pint of Guinness. Ah, very deep brown. Yeah. The deepest of brown. I mean, brown yeah, stuff. you're right, because it, yeah, it, looks, it looks black in the glass, yeah. but then if you really look, that's brown. Yeah. Almost red brown. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you're absolutely right. It's the nectar of the gods. Yeah. Huge, huge respect for this. Fantastic. This was in the stream menu. That was, it was instead of water, though. I didn't have it as my dream drink. Yes. I had it instead of the water. So he didn't choose still, still sparkling. He chose a pint of Guinness. You, a pint of Guinness yeah. over still sparkling. Guinness. I think it's more hydrating than water. It's good for you. It is good for you. But people drink it, it after marathons because it's got so many great nutrients. You in know, it. after childbirth, when you, it, I, when my wife gave birth to our first child. You had a pint of Guinness. I had a pint of Guinness. <laughs> and I felt great. I felt like I ran a marathon. It's funny you should say. Yeah. I gave her a pint of Guinness. She had a pint of Guinness. And, and, and my mom did the same thing. She gave her a pint of Guinness. <laughs> she was smashed. <laughs> I was like, hon, come on. We've got a baby. You got to take care of it. She's like, woo! <laughs> I can't, babe. Just yeah. a queue of people out the door. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. Ever just, just driving? Yeah. Is this uh, who's the lady that likes Guinness? <laughs> Do you want the uh, the shamrock in the top of the Guinness? I don't need any of that you touristy garbage. Yeah, no, quite right. No, but it needs to be poured properly because people don't know how to pour Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a real there's a real way to do it. Mm-hmm. Here's something that if you're in a pub and you see somebody pouring a Guinness. And they have to, you know, you take it up when you leave a little bit of space and then you let it rest for, yeah. I believe the optimum time is a minute, 19 and a half seconds. I wow, think wow. there really is an optimum time. Yeah. Um, and then instead of pulling the tap, you push the tap forward to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Something about nitrogen release and that kind of thing. And, and there's a, and that's the way you do it. Wow. And people don't know that. So, I mean, a lot of people, like you could see people pouring Guinnesses in bars and, and, and you just think, yeah, they're doing it all in one, and it's all one. You're like, come on, yeah, come on. You don't know until it's too late. You've ordered the Guinness. Yeah, are you ever there with your head in your hands? Oh fuck this! I'm like, I'm gonna have to grin and bear it. I'm gonna drink it. I'm not gonna send. I'm not gonna send it back because that doesn't seem agreeable. No, yeah, (laughs) you're right. You can't send it back. It It would be. I mean, if you're if you say I need I need you to pour me a new one, you didn't pour that right. I can't think of like I would feel like I mean I would never do that. Because I would feel like a, just a huge jerk. But if somebody that was next to me said, you got to pour me, you didn't pour right, I would say, that guy's my hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to go. Yeah. There are yeah. people who do that. Yeah. But I would say that that is off limits to you now. You can't do it. No, no, because, I can't. Oh, I can't. No, absolutely. Because then Paul Rudd told me to be Paul the yeah. Guinness. Yeah. That's like, it. Yeah, it's a really, It's really one of the downsides of fame, I guess. It's probably the biggest downside of fame. I can't yeah, ask yeah. people to pour me a Guinness the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Have to put up with it. Thankfully, I'm getting them free now. Anyway, because I'm just uh, you know, famous. I would, uh, yeah, I would respect the guy who did it, who m- yeah. made them pour it again. But then I would keep quiet about that, and I would catch eyes with the member of bar staff who may do it, yeah, and I'd go like, roll, uh, roll the eyes, be like, like what, oh, a twat. what a douche, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would feel bad for the for the bartender. Sure, yeah, I feel bad for yeah. I feel bad. Look, I, here's the thing: I feel bad for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah. it's a real situation we've got on our hands. <laughs> Do you have, because people are obsessed with specific places being good for a pint of Guinness. There are some pubs that are really, yeah, that are, uh, they pour a really good pint. It's an interesting thing that I learned because people, when the States, if they're going over to Ireland, they say, oh, you have to have the Guinness there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better there. They they make it differently. And that's not true. They don't make it differently. In fact, the Guinness that you're drinking in the States or anywhere else, it was made there. But 
it's been sent over in kegs and when you're drinking it even though it's totally fine chances are it was made two months ago mm -hmm. and when you're in ireland chances are it was made two days ago yeah and so that's why it tastes so good yeah and, and like i mean is that what you'd like for your dream meal is yeah pulled i'd like to be drinking ireland. i am in ireland yeah. drinking yeah, yeah. it yeah 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 i mean the, the the guinness the first ever guinness i had in dublin was just mind-blowing yeah like oh this is Completely they, different to they look after the the taps and the lines and all of that. They, they have like inspect Guinness inspectors. Absolutely, who go yeah, it's a it really all. serious business. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, cleaning the lines and doing all of that and and doing it the right way. But yeah, people going in and and checking. checking. And, I love it. Well, there's also the brewmaster. I one time years ago met the brewmaster at the Guinness storehouse in um, in Dublin, and he said it. You know, sometimes he's been in pubs and then the bartenders will get really nervous. They know who he is. It's like having a food critic show yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and they're really making sure they're pouring it properly. And uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> it, it, it's, they're stressed out. It's a real thing to go over and have all of that stuff inspected and checked out. Yeah. You met the brewmaster. Yeah, Were you nervous to meet the brewmaster? <laughs> I, uh, I was not nervous, but I was excited. Yeah. And he's the one that told me about the minute and, uh, yeah, and yeah. 19 and a half seconds. And I, I poured one with him and he gave me a, cert a certificate that says I know how to pour properly. I think they give it to everybody that shows up, but it didn't matter. I felt you know, like a cool kid in school. You don't get the certificate. You, you didn't pour it properly. Imagine that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You failed. Yep. Yep. No certificate for you. Yep. No. Yeah. You got to earn it. We take it seriously around here. See you later. You yeah. come back again. You got to wait yeah. three months before. Yeah. You yeah. Go, yeah. Don't just um, got your provisional license. Yeah. You've got to go and do a theory test. Yeah. Well, there's like a video of someone pouring Guinness, and you have to hit the hit the screen when they do something wrong. <laughs> That's right. No, you got to, It's a six month course, and you really do. Yeah, it's 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 grueling. And once you fail, you fail once. It's back to the end of the line. And how was that Guinness that you poured yourself with the brewmaster present under that supervision? It was, per I, it, was it was perfect. So yeah. do you want that exact Guinness for your? You want the brewmaster supervised? Uh, I'd like the brew. Person. I'd like the brewmaster to pour me one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that brewmaster will pour you up a lovely Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's what they say. Oh, no. <laughs> if you if you were offered to play the brewmaster in a film, would you do that? I don't think I'd get cast in that part. No. I think they'd have to go Irish oh. uh, because they take it so seriously. Uh -huh. But if they said, you can do the accent, yeah. I'd say, right. <laughs> and I'd say, I'd say, okay, one, two, three. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. I'll do yeah. the part. That's great. Yeah. I would, I would uh, I'd love to do it. Not and then I, and then I would go there and really do a lot of research. Yeah. Yep. It's Suddenly. nice to know how quickly you take the part though. Yeah. Cause oh, James gave no other details. It was just like, we'd yeah, like yeah. you to play the brewmaster in a film. Yeah. And yeah, you've yeah. gone. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, when do you guys start shooting by the way? Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty soon. <laughs> Who else is in it? Uh, Ashton B, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, all the, all the Gleasons are in it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All of the Gleasons. Donald, um, Brendan, Jackie, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all in it. They're all in it. And uh, everyone a, else is Irish. Joanna. Uh, yeah. Everyone else is Irish. Yeah. And it's about, and I'm sure you're, you're aware of this. I'm sure you're aware of the history of it all, but uh, it's about the, the the killing speed that the brewmaster went on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's fun. It's going to, it's really kind of checks a lot of boxes. It's, awful, it's like, I get to do an I, Irish accent. I get to be a killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would, um, take people to the brink of death and then he'd wait one minute 19 seconds and, and, and then he'd yeah. finish them off yeah and then he would actually 
take the knife and push it forward once it was buried in their chest and not back to uh, let the gases from the heart uh, yeah. expel in the right way. And um, yeah, no, he took it really seriously. Yeah. 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 He wonders why people get nervous when he's around. <laughs> You're a fucking murderer. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing to do with like getting the pouring right now. Yeah. As a child, though, you must have enjoyed Halloween and trick-or-treating. Um, yes, I did. But, I, again, I was always writing. Halloween wasn't as big a thing when I was younger. You know, it was an American thing. Mm. It's more Guy Fawkes was the, you know, bonfire night mm. was, was the thing. So there was a lot mm. of uh, setting things alight. Mm. That I enjoyed. Did you ever set anything alight that, like, really sticks in your head as, like, the best thing that... Well, we set alight a local tramp once. But we were caught. Now, this feeds into my book in, in yeah. Carcerat, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not just being frivolous. Yes. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, there's, there's the third story in this. Yeah. The Randy Man. That's about a tramp. Well, he wasn't actually set alight yeah. in the story. He's not set alight in the story. He's actually drowned. Um, he works in a toilet. He's a toilet attendant, and he works in a toilet block, yeah. and local kids pump the outlet pipes back into the toilet block and drown him in sewage that was a variation on an experience i had as a child where yeah. my friends my mates and i decided to set fire to a local hobo because they te they do light fire this is the thing they're always around yeah. well, fire <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know when you see them in films they're always standing around a fire yeah, yeah. so because they like fire yeah yeah now i'm not saying what i did was right no. it was wrong no, no, no. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. wrong yeah. We didn't know then that they need the fire to keep warm. Yes. We didn't understand that then. We just thought, they like hey, they like this stuff. Yeah. But, but... So do we. What can we do? Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. How do you want this beef cooked? What's the, what sort of level oh, do you want? Um, medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah. All of it. If you're going to do the heart, yeah. rare. Yeah. I like, I like absorbing that pure. Mm -hmm. But most other stuff, I, no, I, I, you know, I, I do like, just be, again, you've got to be a little bit careful where it's come from you don't know what can exist in in uncooked meat mm -hmm. so you've got to be you've got to be careful i can see through the glass your publicist is going haywire <laughs> um, i think it's because of the the story you told a second ago about the um the homeless person yeah uh well you'll cut that out i presume well it's up to you i, I mean, mean you I said it's an inspiration you, are, it, you asked me let's get it out the way now. it is there is nothing i am saying when i say that i was wrong yeah. i'm right i was wrong yeah 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 what was the question when we talked about that, anyway? Uh, we asked, uh, what's your favourite thing you've ever said? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you said favourite? I think or so. Or did you yeah. say well, maybe, I think the thing you most regret setting <laughs> well, we, well, after listen back to it, I'm pretty sure I didn't say the thing you most regret, no. but like... I think it was in the sort of area of favourite. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely one of the... I mean, I know that... Like, the most vivid favorite. thing I remember setting yes. on fire. Yeah, it's yeah. Vivid. But you've said that you, you acknowledge it was wrong. Yeah. Oh, it was completely wrong. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I got stiffly told off. But who told you off? I think his mother. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Some people, James, didn't even realise Garth was a character, which is, I think, what we were hoping for. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we were hoping for. Yeah. And uh, um, anyone who did get angry at the episode, we are glad. Yes. But there's one person who doesn't like characters of any type, especially mm. cartoons, is Alex Jones. <laughs> but that's the that's the regularity thing, I think, as well. I it's like it every is. Wednesday, what we're having mm. corned beef hash. 
and then you move away and you realize you can have whatever you like on any night of the week. But then Wednesday rolls around and you're like, I miss that corned beef hash. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like Monday was lasagna and salad day. Oh, for right. years. Great. About 20 years. I Monday mean, was. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's not a bad Monday, is it? Garfield loves lasagna, but doesn't like Mondays. Yeah. So that, that'd be crazy for Garfield. Garfield doesn't know what's going on. Well, Gar- that, but that would be Garfield. <laughs> we'll come back to that. But <laughs> 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 that would surely be the way yeah, to perfect. help Garfield like Mondays. Perfect for Garfield. Because he'd look forward to Give it. him a lasagna on a Monday, right. turn him around. Anyway. What do you mean Garfield doesn't know what's oh, going Garfield, on? Garfield, <laughs> honestly, he used to annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Everybody loved Garfield. I was like, what's, what's the big deal? <laughs> God. So annoying. Why, why did he annoy you? I don't know. Just, Too negative. Mm. He was quite negative, wasn't he? Yeah. You're Very quite negative. And, yeah, negative. Everything's a problem. <laughs> God, shut up, Garfield. Yeah, yeah. everything's a problem. Too. It's not nice to OD the dog, and that's no. quite a nice... I'm, you know, I just think you could do with better time. energy. Yeah, yeah. What would you do if you had to interview Garfield on the one show? Oh, yeah. Oh, he wouldn't even get past the flipping security door. <laughs> no. We'd pin a poppy straight into him. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Garfield. It's not even remembering Sunday. Yeah. And you're going to raise a toast to Alex when you're there? Yeah, of well, course. think of me. Yeah. Order a bottle. I'll say happy birthday yeah. and to Alex Jones. And she'd be like, who? <laughs> she loves the Dauphin Marcia. Yeah. But she doesn't think it's right for a Sunday. <laughs> she, she, she hates Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I think that's all right. Trivia. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's not controversial. No, somebody bought me a Garfield calendar. As a joke. So misguided. How old old were you when they did that? Oh, quite young. And then, speaking of calendars, do you know the other one that somebody bought me? And I I, I actually, no, worse. I've just watched the series, so it's in my head. Um, Beavis. (laughs) Beavis and Butthead? I mean, what? Was it the same person who bought you those calendars? No. I was not expecting How old to be were you when you got bought the Beavers and Butthead calendar? Probably about, I don't know, 14? Like, I couldn't be anywhere further from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> but somehow, somebody had gone into flipping WH Smith or Woolworth or whatever yeah. at the time and thought, oh, she's going to love it. <laughs> I know. Can you remember any of the, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty colourful characters, Beavis and Butthead. Do you remember any of the months and what they were doing on them? I just remember even... a lot of yellow and turquoise kind of colour and yeah. angry faces and yeah. no, Ben. With the Garfield calendar, did they take the opportunity to do a little joke where all the Mondays are like, you know, yeah. scrubbed out or something? Did they? Or yeah, it... there was that. There was a cross on yeah. all the Mondays. Yeah. Great. But it's not that funny. There was this like, I still don't... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same joke 52 times. Really, exactly. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did that go in the bin as well? Yeah. Yeah, straight in the bin. Garfield, straight Beavis in the bin. and Butthead, hate them. Yeah. What would have been the calendar you would have liked to receive? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. One of them with, a, you know, little kittens or, you know, kittens in a basket or, I don't know. There was a thing called Forever Friends and I had a wall planner, Forever Friends wall planner. I used to love that. Or, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, so new want... kids on the block, new kids on the block. Yeah. Well, that is You want kittens funny. or Forever Friends? Or new kids Garfield's on the block. Garfield's a cat and Beavis and Butthead are Forever Friends. Yeah, come on. Nice try. What, what, what more do you want? <laughs> nice try. There's a lot of over there. And then, and then, we were talking on the show the other day about Bill and Ted. Oh, that's <laughs> another pair I can't bear. <laughs> I can't bear. It's just not me. Can't and I'm sure they're very Ted. nice people. 
Bill and Ted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Bill and Ted are nice people. They seem like they, nice yeah, people. Yeah, they do. They just want I mean, world, I even called my child Ted, but I They want everyone to be excellent to each other. But I don't want a Bill and Ted calendar. You wouldn't want it. No. I mean, that's a How shame. have we got to calendars from Beef Wellington? Well, I don't know. Right. I bought up Garfield again because it's funny that you yeah. don't like Garfield. And then we've discovered you also don't like Beavis and Butthead and Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. Worth it's very asking. specific, isn't it? Yeah. I feel bad now. They no. probably are very well. I mean, you don't like two men who hang around together a lot and are best friends uh, and love <laughs> rock music. That's, that's well, what actually, when you put it going. like that, it's like my husband and his best friend, Trevor. <laughs> Hey, Trevor. Who the kids call Uncle Treasure. That's not his <laughs> what, name. What's your husband's name? Charlie. So Charlie and Trevor is a bit yeah. like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, and although, yeah, they are. Actually, yeah. they really are. Maybe that's why I'm so annoyed with Beavis and Butthead. What would you do if you got a Charlie and Trevor calendar? Oh, my you? goodness. Bin, bin, bin. He was our best man. I love him dearly. Yeah. yeah. I love him to death. Uncle Treasure. He's lovely. But yeah. together. Oh. I think that's one of your favourite moments from the year, isn't it, James? This is why I love this, uh, the best of. Yeah. Because, like, these are all the highlights, and I'd forgotten that she hates Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But listen, Ed, we've had a few hot takes on the podcast, not just about Garfield and Beavers and Butthead. Look, podcasts are edgy these days, and we, we are no stranger to being edgy, James. we got to put clickbait out there in the world just like, you know, we're, we're not above that, is what we're saying. Too right. Let's hear from Paul Meskell, Ross Noble, Papa Essiadu, Harriet Kemsley, Arlo Parks, Jimmy Famarewa, Paul Rudd, Carrie Adloy, Dr. Maggie Adderin Pocock, Graham Coxon, Harriet Kemsley again, and Nick Frost. I don't think I'm into this whole, like, foods looking like other foods, because yeah. I've been deceived before. Huh? When <laughs> recently we were at this, like, fancy dinner, like, in, like an awards show thing, and they brought out this thing that looked like an I was starving uh -huh. they brought out this thing that looked like a, like an apple kind of salad like little garnishes around it. I was like I love apple yeah and I made a mistake where I like I put my fork into it and I thought it was like oh it was poached so it was kind of soft and put in and it was pate and uh -huh. I can't do pate it's right. just like disgusting and I was like I was deceived. Especially not surprise pate, right? Yeah, nobody yeah. wants surprise pate. A whole pate. spoonful of surprise pate. No, no, and like, and, and it sticks to your mouth. Yeah, and you're at like a fancy dinner, so you can't be like, "What the fuck?" Is <laughs> I just got an image of you sat there at the awards ceremony, the only person enthusiastic about the food. Everyone else is so jaded, and they bring over that, and you go, "I love apples." I love apples. <laughs> and please, <laughs> I ate potpourri at a shrunken restaurant once. <laughs> I don't think we've heard this. No, I didn't think of it until now when Paul said he's been stung in the past. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That reminds me of when my entire family went to the Gurkhas together. Actually, sorry, I don't think it was Sri Lanka. But anyway, went to the Gurkhas. Nepalese, probably. Yes, yeah. Nepalese. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Went to the Gurkhas and uh, there was some potpourri at the end of the table. And I thought, it, and w as a whole family, actually, we all agreed we weren't sure. <laughs> but you had to test it. What it was. And I was like... But it looks delicious. <laughs> I went in, had a mouthful, I went, don't eat it! <laughs> no! It, it, it's floral. <laughs> uh, Here's the problem, right? Yep. I, won't, I won't eat mango, right? It's too tropical, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just too... 
It's too tropical. Mm. What, so what's the issue with it being too tropical for you? You don't want to get ideas above your station. <laughs> I don't want to be transported <laughs> to the to the mangroves. No, towards the towards the end of his life, my father developed a I would say an unhealthy obsession with mangroves. Eating it, not you mm. know, he didn't just have them around the place. And he had uh, yeah, like mango chutneys and dried mango. He eat a lot of mangoes. And, and, then, and there's never been a thing in his life before. You've never seen him eat a mango. Never no, no, he'd never especially... Sh- I mean, he was yeah. finding it difficult to eat, and I think the mango mango might do... Oh, that's going to be dark, isn't it? The, yeah. uh, it might just be that mango is the thing that is mixed into food that's easy to yeah. to eat. But he, I opened the fridge, and he had a, an unhealthy amount of mango-flavoured yoghurt. Yeah. And I just thought, it's too... It's too I'd never really thought about mango before that, and I went... It's too much mango, and I just and then I, when I thought about it, I thought I don't I, I too it's, it's too tropical for yeah. me. But I do like the mango chutney yeah, on yeah. a poppadom. So interesting. I mean, I mean, you'd yeah. have to ask a psychiatrist about yeah. that. Well, I think a psychiatrist, is... if they just, yeah, if I may, <laughs> l- listen to that clip, would go. I think it's more that it reminds him of the end of his father's life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Than, yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think the tropical thing is an issue. But you did no, look no, at no, the mango I... and you went, it is too tropical. You separately then saw, do I yeah. like mango this much? No, it's too no, tropical. No, but he wasn't dead at that point, yeah. though. But you said towards the end of his life, he suddenly started eating loads of mangoes all the time. So what you're saying that like, what, so you mean like I opened the fridge and went, there's too much mango in this I would say that now you would associate the, the, the mango with yeah, that but at the time. Yeah, but at the time, you decided, I'm off, bo- I'm off board with mangoes because yeah. you opened the fridge and there was too, too many mango yogurts. Yeah, there. but then equally, <laughs> some might say, if I was to eat mango now, yeah. it would transport me back to a time when my father was alive. Yeah. So... Sure. I don't think your analysis holds up on that. Does that make it less tropical then? Because it's not transporting you to yeah. oh, I see what you tropical mean. climes. Yeah, it's yeah, transporting yeah. you back to when your father was alive. It's a difficult situation, yeah. isn't it? What else is too tropical for you, Ross? Yeah. Um, oh, blimey. I would say, like, Lilt is fine. Yeah. Right. right. Even but though that's, that's their brand. Well, that's totally tropical. That's well, their whole no, brand, Ross. But hang on. <laughs> hang totally on. tropical. No, no. But it's not too tropical, is it? Right. It's totally <laughs> tropical. It's completely tropical. If, if they released, you know, like say, uh, like a diet beverage would yeah. be like a less sugary mm, version. Yeah. They don't do, well, say like Red Bull. Yeah. You've got Red Bull, yeah. then you've got sugar-free Red Bull, mm-hmm. and then you've got lower caffeine Red Bull. So Lilt is totally tropical. Mm-hmm. That's the right amount of tropical. But if somebody said, do you want a lilt? And I think, oh, I'm feeling a little bit tropical. I feel tropical, <laughs> right? I just want the right amount of tropical. Yeah. But then some idiot comes out of the kitchen. Yeah. They've hollowed out a pineapple. Absolutely. And they've yep. poured the lilt into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. whoa! Yeah, yeah. It's too tropical. That, that is too so, tropical. so you never drink out of a pineapple? Nah. Or a coconut. Or no. a coconut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if you had to pour lilt into a coconut. Is that too tropical? Well, the liquid itself is still totally tropical, right? Mm. Yes. But then with combined with the vessel, it's too tropical. Yeah, it's too tropical. It is. It's too tropical. Yeah. Are you aware that Causton Press have released a basically their own kind of lilt? What? So that they've... Do you want to give some background? Because Yes. So for the listener, you already know, uh, if you listen to enough episodes, that I'm obsessed with Causton Press and love to read Bob Causton Press. The nice people at Causton Press 
sent us a lot of uh, cans of it recently as a result. Ross came here today, opened the fridge to get a soft drink out, was not prepared to see that much cause and press. Oh, my God. And punched the air and said, yes, with many S's on, on the end of yes. <laughs> yeah. And then told us that you're addicted to it. The I'm minute. absolutely addicted to it. And But you know what? I'm ashamed to say it that I did not know the, the brand. Because right. I've just been buying it at the Marks and Spencer's uh, motorway services, and I saw the rhubarb. You know, I've started the tour, and, uh, you know, I've been in Australia, and I've come back, and I've seen, hang on, a, a rhubarb beverage? What? <laughs> Which is not tropical at all. No, no. You know what? If anything, it has the um, taste of the allotment about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's the opposite. It's totally I reckon if, if you were to pour lilt, and it's like if you, you know, like equalizing acidity, if you were to pour the rhubarb press into, you know, like mix that with lilt, yeah. it would just taste like water. The <laughs> tropical, the totally tropical taste, yeah. and the, to- you know, rhubarb grown indoors in the dark, yep. the opposite of the. <laughs> The, uh, the opposite of tropical, they're going to cancel each other out. What would know? happen yeah. if you poured rhubarb custom press into a coconut? I think that would be a neutral. That would yeah. be a tropical vessel. Yeah. <laughs> tropical vessel. Allotment uh, drink. Allotment drink. Pour them together. I think if you're the sort of person who wanted to drink from a coconut and was thinking to themselves like, oh, I, I want to drink from a coconut. I like the look of it, but I don't want people to think that I'm some sort of tropical large dar. Yeah. Then pour a bit of that rhubarb in, and yeah. people go, oh, look at you, all tropical. You go, Have a sip of that. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, they... then you win that one. Yeah, 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 exactly. In your face. I love cheese so much, and if I have it in the house, it just gets eaten in one sitting. Oh, so you literally can't be in the presence of it. I can't be in the presence it. of it. I can't have it at home anyway. I have it when you, I go out. You really out. are the opposite to me. I used to, yeah. I used to, um, I used to sell the cheese off my pizza when I was at school. What? <laughs> what? What do you mean what? <laughs> That's it. That's what? it. That's the end. Uh, well, it was short for what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you, you would I sell mean. the cheese off your pizza? Yeah, when I was at school, school dinners, you get what you you, you get like two slices of. I wouldn't say it was like high quality no. pizza, but it. Resembles pizza at least. Mm. Knife under the cheese, cut it off. Yeah. Who wants some? I'm swapping it for what? Three Freddos? Yeah. I'm swapping it for wine gums. I'm swapping it for maybe even a cookie. Wow. So you're all money. Fifty P. Fifty P for the cheese. Yeah. I mean that is a good market for it. That's really that's really good. Fifty P. Some people love cheese. Like you. Yeah. I'd be absolutely snapping that cheese. You'd be bankrupt. Yeah. Who was buying the cheese like did you have a main customer who would always do it? Or were you different people every time? Good question. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it goes to the highest bidder, right? Yeah. 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 Right? So I would think that you'd establish someone who they always want the cheese. Well, and you think someone would thing. always be following me in the lunch queue? And you'd have like a mate who they yeah. would always get it from you. Someone who's got a real problem with cheese. Yeah, it's like, there you go. It's yeah. the standard. It's the part of the routine at lunchtime. 50p gets their cheese. Yeah, no, it was it. I I I was quite democratic with it. Mm-hmm. I would say. I would say, like, I mean, there are there are probably more cheese lovers than cheese haters out there. So you've got yeah. to spread the love, don't you? Well, especially if it's pizza day, right? Yeah, but I mean, I suppose the sad thing is, on the other side of that, is then you have a cheese's pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bread's not high quality. The tomato sauce is not high quality. Yeah. There's no, there's now no toppings because yeah. toppings went with the cheese. Well, you put oh. a, you put a Freddo on yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melting very quickly. <laughs> so you would just have tomato bread. Tomato bread, yeah. 
I'm saying it like I wasn't happy about it. it was, yeah, I was, I was really happy. You were having some cheese. Yeah. You know, I got. Yeah. I genuinely imagined being the kid who bought the extra cheese and got excited about the idea of putting an extra layer of cheese on top of my pizza. Cheese on cheese. Yeah, being like, oh yeah, this is the best day at school ever. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah, that would yeah. be exciting for you. That's why I love pepperoni feast from Pizza Hut so much. Double double pepperoni, double cheese. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't know that about the pizza. It's pepperoni. Pepper, pepperoni feast is double cheese. As well. Yeah, yeah. Layer of pepperoni on the tomato, then cheese, then pepperoni, then cheese. From memory. Well, then I would assume it would be tomato, cheese, pepperoni, cheese, pepperoni. That's yeah, what I would assume. That is better, actually. <laughs> I just assume that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad to put the pepperoni. It's like, a, yeah, it's like a pepperoni pizza with then another layer of cheese. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, I, I think you're both right. Why would you put the pepperoni on the bottom? That's absolutely crazy. But if you did, so let's say you went to Pizza Hut. Yeah. And you got the pepperoni pizza. And yeah. there's two layers of cheese on there. Yeah. Are you selling that for a quid? Or are you selling each layer separately? Well, first of all, I think what I'm ideally going to try and do, I'm trying to do pepperoni, pepperoni, cheese, cheese. Yeah. So that I get rid of the cheese in one fell swoop. swoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still get the toppings. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, like it's going it's going for at least a pound. So you're going to have a word with the kitchen before they make it? You're going to say, can you please do? Well, I think all of us need to have a word with the kitchen yeah. to see, like, what is the what what is the technique going on? Yeah, what's, the deal? what's the deal? But, like, yeah, I'd definitely, I'd definitely be like, I'm trying to get a business out here. And yeah. You tell Pizza Hut that you're trying to get a business going yeah, in I'm the restaurant. Yeah, I'm trying to make a profit out of <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing here. Oh, Pizza Hut. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Can you still go walk into a Pizza Hut? I think you can. Ketrin, you can. Yeah. yeah. Ketrin Pizza Hut on the roundabout. There's a roundabout in Ketrin, big roundabout. And if you go around it, there's a, a pub, there's Pizza Hut. There's Nando's, there's a McDonald's, and then there's a gym <laughs> on this roundabout. You can work your way around. Yeah. You can see the business sense. Yeah, they know, what they're <laughs> doing. yeah, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. Banana Krispies. I absolutely hate the banana. Banana, so banana Cocoa Pops. Nothing no banana like Rice Krispies. Banana, no. No banana. I, it's like... It's like genuinely a phobia, I think, yeah. Real bananas as well as banana flavour. Uh, banana flavour is actually better than actual bananas. Right. Like, there's... like. The thought of a banana in a, like, a waste paper basket is... Yeah, that's too specific for Ed. It's good. He nearly choked on a drink there. Sorry, I was having a sip of water. The thought of banana <laughs> yeah. in a waste paper basket. You know basket. how it creeps out? Like, they'll always, like, or it could be like over the side, like the mm. way that it like splays itself. Yeah. It's so like, someone, if you saw someone throwing from across the room uh, a banana skin or, into no, a waste paper basket. Awful. And this is another thing where people know that are like they find it funny to like yeah. wave them in my face because they know that I don't like it. Yeah. But like it's genuinely, I just don't trust them. What about in a cartoon when someone slips over on a banana skin? How do you feel about it, that? Yeah. That's <laughs> the origin of, of your craft. That's the origin of comedy. <laughs> it's the original comedian, the banana yeah. skin. You say you don't like it? You wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for that? Yeah, but maybe it's my it's my enemy, you know. Maybe that's what it is. It's like um, it's like that's my kryptonite. Maybe that we like work against each other, and I'm just trying to genuinely walk down the road. Yeah. Um, and then there's a banana peel. What would you do if banana skin jumped out at you? I would. uh, That would really be bad. But like a costume would probably be fine. But it's the way that they turn brown sometimes, and then like the texture, and then the inside bit. Yeah, and how people eat them, I just find so upsetting. What do you mean? Well, they just like I don't know. Like they just eat it. It's just like like. I don't know. <laughs> How they eat them. So yeah. none of this is about the taste of banana. Well, I think one of the things is I'm allergic to a lot of fruit. I actually think I'm not allergic to being banana, so yeah. it is unfortunate that mm. I don't like banana. But yeah, I, I just, I don't like how they peel them and then they eat them. Like it just, like they hold it. I don't yeah. know. They. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do Ed, you do Ed that? Everyone. Everyone in the world. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
some people, what do you think about this? Because this yeah. is how monkeys do it. Yeah. And then some people copy this. Mm-hmm. Hold the banana. The other way around. What to us would be upside down. So they hold it by the stalk bit. No. Like, like, so, so it's like a little handle. And then they peel it at the top and they eat it. It makes more sense because then you get the little spiny bit out the top yeah. and you've got a little handle. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I um, I don't even know if I know what the spiny bit is. Like, I really well, yeah, stay the, away from them. Uh, when you get down to the bottom of a banana, you get the little I've never the got black the bit there at the bottom. Like a, no, no. So you don't <laughs> no, know what. No, there's no, a little spike. I don't know what's happening at the bottom of the banana. There's a little spike at the bottom of the banana going into the banana. To keep yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. It in. To no. keep it in. It's not for me. Yeah, when they were designing the banana, they went, we're yeah. going to need a little spike in there to keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> keep it in place. Okay, so there's going to be no bananas on this. No. And you don't like the thought of. Um, the banana rice krispies that I had when I was a kid that got discontinued. The flavour thing I can kind of handle, but then it does it makes me think of a banana, and then that's yeah, that's sure. the problem. So sure, foam sure. bananas, which are banana flavour, but they're in the shape of bananas. I could handle it, but I'd rather not. Yeah, that's fine. See, it's, yeah. look, this Never is your dream it. menu. We're not going to yeah. we're not going to f- force a foam banana. Just getting a feel for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the top of the episode, what's your dream starter? If we get into the meal proper. Okay, I would say. Very simple, but I love like a tomato and burrata salad mm-hmm. with a bit of basil. Again, black pepper, olive oil. Just keep it simple. Is there a place where you've had that's like the best place, the way you've been to it, and they make the best version of that? There's a restaurant in LA called Speranza that mm. is really, really good Italian food. And I love that. And all the pasta's homemade. I just love Italian food. It's just so like comforting. Yeah. It just feels really warm. Yeah, I love it. I think I like it. What? What? But then I went, well, so here's, here's, here's my problem. Italian food in general. Yeah, or... come on, mate. Italian yeah. food. What? I like it. One of the main foods. I like That's it. one of the main it foods. It is. I do like it. But like, I've never, like, it's never my go-to. What? But this is this reaction what? I always get. So I always get this reaction. <laughs> Everyone's always like, who is this guy? What, what I the don't trust hell is he talking no. about? Look, I, I love pasta. I love chorizo broccoli pasta. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm so a... broccoli is the go-to. That's yeah. very specific. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, he made it every day of lockdown. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, like, you know. How dare you say you Why don't know if you so like funny. Italian food or not after doing um, the Wedge of Lime guy? My my Wedge of Lime guy wasn't Italian. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. Well, L- he had all London... the Italian rhythms. He was London gangster. <laughs> Yours was yeah, Ita- but you Italian were going... American. What do you want? The, the, you won the... That was you. No? <laughs> that was your impression. <laughs> Mama's, you had Italian Mama's, rhythms. What do you want? Some lime with that? And, the, I, 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 and you were it like, was just the hand. That was yeah, the yeah. thing is, it was very Expressive. unexpected. Like, Italian quite... hand? <laughs> yeah, you did Italian hand. Oh, I didn't know I did that. <laughs> I probably issued an apology. Yeah, well, that was my bad. Well, here's the thing. Everyone always, when I say this about Italian food, everyone's like, "What the hell is the matter with you?" Correct. I like it, but like, I've never like gone nuts for it. It's never my fa- my first choice. And I went to Rome recently, and I was like, "Here we go." I'm going to finally get it. Mm. I didn't get it. You didn't get it. I got the desserts. I love the desserts from Trevi Fountain, near, near Trevi Fountain. Mm. Not in the Trevi Fountain. <laughs> no, just you stood in the middle of the Trevi Fountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a place nearby with really good desserts. But what about like, you know, antipasti, all the cold meats? Arancini. And arancini. None of that. No, I don't, I don't think it gets What's me What's your go-to then? Oh, well, I'll probably I'd go for Thai over that or Indian or... Chinese or uh, Japanese, a lot of European cuisines. Like Italian? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm France and stuff. I mean, burrata. Sri Lankan. I'll just pick burrata, which I think if you did a spreadsheet of all the best starter options. I do love burrata, actually. That would win out, surely. <laughs> burrata yeah. is delicious. Chorizo, broccoli pasta and burrata. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and... The chorizo, broccoli pasta was invented by a man from Bristol. <laughs> 
Gloucester. Gloucester, sorry. Yeah. Looked ahead there. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't know where Tom Carriage is from. <laughs> from Gloucester. But yeah, but I mean, burrata is delicious. And, it's my, and I love a caprese salad. Is that Italian? Yes. yes. Yeah, I love As that. you well know. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> burrata is, that's a great choice because some people come and say mozzarella and tomato mm. salad, which is fine. But the burrata, it's a it's step elite. up. It You've leveled up. up. Did you used to like mozzarella more and then one day you woke up and you went, I prefer burrata? Yes. Yeah. That's probably exactly what happened. That is probably exactly what happened. Again. Eyes opened. I'm a burrata person. <laughs> I like that. First thought of the day. Probably. Yeah. Honest, probably. Are you going with, because sometimes you order a burrata salad and they, they've already cut the burrata up or like oh, no, no. drizzled it over and you're like, oh, I wanted the experience. The experience of cutting it open and it just yeah, yeah. blows out. Definitely. It's part of it. I like to be in control, you know? Explore oh, yeah? The burrata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big part of it. It's like, yeah. where, where do you draw the line of the control though? Because you don't, you don't want to cook the whole meal. No, but I want to be able to, to configure it how I want. Yeah. You know? Like with the lime. I'll do the squeeze. Thank you'll, you. you'll do the squeeze. You know? Yeah. So in the dream restaurant, for your dream meal, are you going to be overseeing things in the kitchen as well? No, 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 no. You don't want to be a supervisor? No. <laughs> I'm just there in the kitchen, stood over them. Yeah. No, no, no. You want the first bit done for you, but then... The first bit done for me, and then the, the rest of it I can handle. Is this why you're taking on more production duties with your albums now? Just Probably. to have that little, you're sort of like yeah. squeezing the lime. Honestly, yes. Yeah, I want to be the one to, to squeeze the line. I was, yeah. I was trying to extend that into an analogy about <laughs> making an album, but I've got absolutely no idea. I did not have the vocabulary to do that. How you would make squeeze the line yeah, into, a, into a note. A production choice. <laughs> I think we need to squeeze the line on this song. Yeah. <laughs> Although we have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but to return to the question, it's got to be poppadoms. It's oh, got to yeah? be poppadoms. Yeah, I feel almost similarly to the sparkling water thing. There is a feeling of, I don't know, like it's special. Like mm -hmm. bread is great. Obviously, sourdough is on every restaurant menu mm -hmm. with a kind of fancy whipped butter next to it. I'm seeing a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of like glazed dinner rolls at the moment okay. as well. Is that the new, that's the new brand? The new thing, through. mate. Yeah, just a little. That's why you got me here now. Mainly for sort of, you know, yeah, bread forecasting. Um, <laughs> is there certain stuff that you just get very tired of where you're like, I swear to God, if they've got truffle on this again, on, uh, on this menu? Yeah, it right. does. It does happen where, and, and I think actually, it can probably seem quite unfair to like restaurateurs, like they, you know, there are these things that become mm -hmm. real obsessions of chefs. And then like, you know, people like me that write about food just kind of lose it out of all proportion because there's like yeah. another like wild garlic mayo, like, you know, and it is, there is a lot of, it, I, I, but I guess it's like anything, isn't it? There's, there's trends and mm -hmm. there's, there's things that really bubble up and then, suddenly everyone will be like absolutely not mate and like yeah. you know we only need to look back through like food history or recent food history to see but yeah it can it can just get a little bit much at times yeah when do you think popping candy is going to be over <laughs> i think i talked about this on like the first episode oh, of the yeah podcast. it is yeah they do popping, love it don't they popping candy and every time you see someone on a tv show yeah. popping candy in something <laughs> someone will eat it and go oh this chef's got such a sense of humor <laughs> they don't what are you talking about? The it's chef just... needs to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> because my dream dessert would be the perfect slice of cheesecake. Nice. The perfect slice the perfect of cheesecake. Perfect slice of cheesecake, yeah. So talk us through how it's perfect. It's light. The crust is thick and kind of graham crackery, but not too um, 
it's kind of soft, but not too soft. And it's uh, the difference between the crust and the cake itself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the right consistency yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, You're absolutely Goldilocks in this one again. We've never had an episode where the word consistency has been said so many times by the guests. Well, I'm consistent. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm textural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think this is, this is also part of the whole thing with the ketchup and the sauces. I had a, I had a, when I was really little, I used to like cucumbers. I loved cucumbers, but the middle part freaked me out. Right. And so I'd have to cut out the seeds and I'd just go for the cumber. I don't want, I don't want the, and the middle part wasn't done. It was too larval yeah. stage yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't done cooking. And so, so you see the middle is the cue and the outside is cumber. the cumber. It's the all cumber on yeah. the outside. And so it's like, oh, I can handle the cumber. In fact, you get, are you going to eat your cumbers? I'll take those. You can have my cue. Yeah. It just, in fact, a plate of cue looks disgusting. Yeah. It's yeah. like the inside of a pumpkin. And then, you know, I got over that. Thankfully, <laughs> I got over that and I, now I can eat the entire cucumber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And love the cucumber. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm down with Q. Yeah. yeah. That also sounds bad out of context. Because <laughs> it makes me think of January 6th. Um, uh, and, but the consistency, the thing of like, uh, you know, it's like oysters or something. I'm, I'm not, I'm not right. crazy about that. Yeah. So you want the nice crispy, but not too crispy base. Yeah. And, uh, and, a, and a really like a, yeah, a rich, but, but, a. uh, I, I, I really like a good cheesecake. Mm-hmm. It can be really, it can be really high. Like a, like, um, you know, like in New York, they do great ones. Is this and, a baked cheesecake or like just like cream cheese and stuff and put it in the fridge? I think it might be that. That, that yeah. one. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's got the, the biscuity base. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty creamy again. And a cheesecake. Yeah. Mm. Weird, right? Came to me later in life. <laughs> Came to me later in life. I didn't like, I, I was like, yeah, as a kid, yeah. I wouldn't go near it just because it's called a cheesecake. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pop bread. Pop lobs on bread, caveat Lloyd. Pop lobs on bread. I've got a request. Yeah. Can I have a pan of chocolate? Yes. Oh my God. Who saw that coming? <laughs> oh, right. I'm strapped in for this episode. Ed, want to do your impression of a pan of chocolate? Nah, you can come see me live if you want to see the closing of my show. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, what, is it anti pan of chocolate? Yeah. He gives it little chocolate nipples. It does have little chocolate nipples. Where? At the, the front, the little, the little chocolate bits at the front. The sloth size. Oh, don't tell me the material doesn't work. Oh, I've done that way. I see days. when you've sliced it in half. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of it that way. No, I was the, like, what eyes are you Like a lizard. At the front. It's yes, got, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I've been With in the two bars. I didn't fucking know either. <laughs> <laughs> are you, but are you laughing at pan of chocolate or are you... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first time anyone's picked a pan of chocolate for right. the bread course. Yeah. Here, I, look, yes. I do like and bread. And I do respect it. And I, 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 what's the word? I'm denied. What's a better word than that? I ruminated about this. I like I'm Denard. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Um, I think that's more fitting to the situation. Thank you. I am. Um, I'm Denard because I've had some amazing bread yeah. in some very good restaurants. But then the thought of not having a pan of chocolate in my because I almost every day pan of chocolate or a cinnamon bun. But mm. to me, I thought the cinnamon bun is. I could have had it. Just felt like the pan of chocolate almost sneaks into the bread category easier than the cinnamon bun. Yeah, I agree mm. with that. So yeah. I was like, okay, cinnamon bun. It's it's hedging towards puddings, isn't it? So the pan of choc from a specific place. Okay. Meal. I don't know if that's how you say M I E L. It's the French word for honey, so I might not be saying it right. Meal. 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 It's just near Warren Street, and it's one of the best bakery patisseries in London. Wow. Everything from that shop is incredible. But they do a very good pan of shock. And they do a, a ganduja, however you say that one, Nutella-type uh-huh. pan yeah. of shock, a special one with, like, chocolate lines all over it. That is very good, but it's almost too much for the bread course. 
Yeah, not like a normal pan of shock. No, <laughs> that's like a normal, just easy pan of shock. So no. I'm like a pan of shock for my bread course. What I'm obviously that's gonna, too much for the bread course. What I'm obviously <laughs> going to pick up on that I'm surprised Ed hasn't picked up on yet is pan of shock. Pan of shock? Oh. Because yeah. if you're say, that is how much you're saying pan of shock a lot in your life. <laughs> That you have to shorten it to pan of shock. Pan of shock. I've never met anyone before who's called it pan of shock because they normally. What? Who calls it pan of chocolate? Oh, are you? people who have only one a year. Yeah. Pan of chocolate is people so long. Really can you shorten, it, can you shorten it even more than that? Some people call it a pack. P A C. Who calls it that? Oh, like Actual really? bakers. No, like bad station bakeries. Because I've been looking before and I've gone, what's a P A C? I want a pan of shock. <laughs> and I've gone, oh, they've caught, they've shortened it. Yeah, pan of shock. That might be. I have a lot of bad um, verbal habits with my mum's from Essex, mm-hmm. and that is what my mum calls them: pan of shock. Pan of shock. Do you pan want a shock. pan of shock? <laughs> Let's get two pan of shocks. <laughs> I'll have a pan of shock. <laughs> oh, you're having another one. You eat so much sugar That's what <laughs> yeah. while ordering me sugary pan things. Yeah, yeah, so well, I think that might be a slightly Essex thing. That, I think me. like amazing croissant and amazing croissant dough oh, is as good as yeah. amazing bread. Yes, and that's like, what I mean. It's, like yeah. proper, proper meal. Yeah. It's French patisserie, but the person who runs it is not French. But they've trained there. And it is that kind of like, I used to live in Paris very briefly, and it is that, it is as good as the pan of chocolate. Loads of layers. Loads like of layers, layers and yeah. good chocolate. Those two eyes you're talking about. Nipples. Yeah. Nipples. That's a bar. That's when the cheap bar, you know, they just put, this is that's like, you, you know, like, it's like, they put yeah. chocolate inside it. Yeah. You are getting chocolate. But that's what people think of when they think pan of chocolate, which is why the material works. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> he, to be fair to Ed, in context, he's talking about a breakfast buffet. The pan of chocolate, you get the breakfast buffet, and it's all there and no shock. And those little nipples make you think that there's shock in there. Oh, yeah. that but then is you get the in worst. And there's no shock yeah. in there. Because that's a machine a putting bit. the bars down and the yeah. machine chopping off the end of a bar. And I yeah. worked that out by being upset by this happening to me. Because <laughs> I've gone, what the fuck? That had two big nipples. I was yeah. going to get a big bit of chocolate. And this is all pastry. No, no, I didn't buy a croissant. I bought a pan of shock. Yeah. yeah. I need the shock to deal with it. Where's the shock? Where's the shock? I'm in shock at this pan of shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, but actually the piece de resistance yes. uh, is the Yorkshire pudding. Uh-huh, yes. Yes, and so this is sort of the, the non-dairy. So it could all delicious. be served in a massive Yorkshire pudding oh, if I was if I was yes. uh, I love it. Because the thing is, as uh, um, using sort of a, the non-dairy milks, I can't make Yorkshire. I used to make fantastic Yorkshire puddings. You know? yeah. They'd fluff up in the oven, they'd come out, and they'd hardly sink at all, and you know, oh, sort of yes. I'd eat them. Yes. But I can't do it, because with non-dairy milk, there's something in the cow's milk enables the Yorkshire mm. and so they come out sort of little flat pancakes now it's just so disappointing Sad, yeah but you two want a big dairy Yorkshire pudding yes big enough to have the whole roast, yeah, the roast yeah. inside and so I can you know, chip away at the corners and sort of you know oh, yes absolutely brilliant that's taken no. up no real estate on the plate because it is the plate well this is what I'm going to say normally <laughs> normally I have a go at people who pick Yorkshire puddings because I think they take up too much real estate on the plate but if it is the plate that's that's a great loophole. Oh, you got you got yeah. you, 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 you yeah. Under yeah. yeah. the wire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying actually how Doctor Maggie's quite at odds with you, Ed. Yes. Loves Yorkshire well, you, puddings, hates like cheese board. Yeah. 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 You know? But if it's a big Yorkshire pudding, I completely understand that. It's the would it be fair to call the big Yorkshire pudding the black hole of the roast dinner? Mm. Ooh, Is yeah. Swallowing up all the sucked in. Yeah, everything yes. gets sucked in. You can probably get a lot more in one of those black holes than you think you can, right? Surely. Ooh, is that true? And think of the gravy, because you could really go, you yeah. go oh, high, because yeah. you've got a, a lip now. Would you do that? Would you just pour it until it's full to the brim with gravy? Ooh, got... No, no. I, I want to... Uh, I thought uh, you were asking, would you put gravy in a black hole? <laughs> and what would Actually, happen? <laughs> would you put gravy in a black hole? Well, all I know, 
is, if you did put gravy in a black hole, like everything else, it will get spaghettified. Spaghettified? I must, I must love. <laughs> Sorry. Stupid Brian Cox didn't say spaghettified. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and what would happen if you put spaghetti in a black hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so spaghettification is actually a, a scientific term. Wow. But what happens is um, with spaghettification, because a black hole, the gravity is so strong, the gravity at your head and the gravity at your toes would be significantly different. Uh-huh. So as you fall into the black hole, you get strung out into a string of spaghetti. Whoa. What the- Yes, but uh, and if you ask about spaghetti going into a black hole, spaghetti is already spaghetti, but I guess yeah. it gets just even more elongated. It wouldn't turn into a different shape of pasta. No, it would get penified. <laughs> penified. <laughs> oh look, that black hole! <laughs> I need to say that very carefully. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I hate to ask you about blur versus white because I just mentioned it, but here's the here's the only I might not ever get to interview anyone from either band ever again, so. Would you say it's fair to say that you absolutely pulverized them? <laughs> what Oasis? No. Come on. What Come back on. then? We it's, obviously it's didn't. It's not a competition, Graham. You absolutely destroyed. Where them. are they now? You absolutely made a fine paste of them. They don't, they don't but even at talk the time, anymore. I thought it's re- it was record sales. As far as the night, right. people go on about yeah, they won this battle. They didn't win the war. Uh, the war is still on. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Was not. It over. seems. It seems to be. Yeah, but I would say if the war is still on, Blur is still like on the main battlefield, and Oasis are uh, uh, in the first aid tent. Yeah, we're, yeah. two separate first we're aid tents. Two separate going. first aid tents. Hold <laughs> on, chaps. Where, where, where is everybody? We've come here for a good fight. Yeah, and there's no one here. Yeah. No, but the thing is, though, if if Oasis were to get together, yeah, yeah, then then. then they they would lay waste to us. <laughs> Do you think? Uh, probably. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think they should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be a laugh. If they you got know, back things, that's a long time ago now, all that stuff. And we, sure. were, we were fighting for our careers. We were, you know, it was a matter of life and death to, for, for, for young people to be getting a career together. Of course, there was going to be competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a few things that were said that were, there was no need for that. But, you know. <laughs> What are you going to do? We, the people were trying to get themselves out of their situation, mm-hmm. and rock and roll was was one way of doing it. So you're going to be serious about it. You're going to be, uh, you know, sort of, def, you know, defend it. I chose Blur in the battle. I went and bought Country House. Did you? It's a very vivid memory. Kept in HMV. Bought it, and the lady behind the counter said to me, "Good choice." And then she started singing it while she got it from the. Because you, you had to go. I'd give her the slip, empty slip case. And she had to go and find the cassette in the the little like library behind yeah. her. Yeah, and she was just singing singing the song as she was going to get it. I, I, I really remember it really vividly because I felt like it was like the same way I felt when I went to vote for the first time. <laughs> it I is felt, a bit like I felt, that, I felt, this it? is important. I'm making a decision, and I'm going. I'm going, and I'm, I've decided I'm going to get Country House. It and, was like uh, voting. And she, she told me, well done, you made the right choice. And then she sang it as she handed it to me. I was like, thank you. And was this in Kettering? This is Kettering HMV. Right. Well, that's good. I'm glad we got, I'm glad we got, you know, won, won that, I suppose. Mm, yeah. But I didn't think either song was, they were both a bit daft. But... They, yeah, sure, they were daft. But that's what you want, I guess, for, for, for uh, like a little, uh, a, a battle between the songs. You want some fun, fun songs. Yeah. But then the Universal was like, that was the next single. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was a big part of my life. That was a big so one. I, I did, I did the Kettering Gang Show. Do you know what that is? A gang show? Are you in the Cub Scouts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why would Graham know what the Kettering Gang Show is? 
I knew more than... But you. specifically the Kettering Gang Show. Well, can you guess what the Kettering Gang Show would be? Yeah, I know what a gang show Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you think it's, a... so it's just one that's in Kettering, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to mine, which was Fair a, enough. a Stanway that... Gang Show. Yeah, yeah. Stanway Gang Show. You're yeah. familiar with the Stanway Gang Show. Which was, <laughs> there was a Stanway Gang Show versus Kettering Gang Show, actually. <laughs> we won the battle, but they won the war. Yeah. Yeah. It was big. It was the Ketman Gang Show, and it was like my first time performing on stage, and it really meant a lot to me. I really, really wanted to do it. And my parents knew that I've, I'd have really, I'd wanted to do it forever. I was probably 10 years old or whatever. And they knew that I really wanted to be on stage and perform. It's my first t- chance actually getting to do it. And when I got home from the first performance of it, on my pillow was, they bought me the Universal by Blur on cassette. Wow. And a little note that said, like, well done, and all this. And it was very important to me. So... That, That's that, nice. Every time I hear that song, I think I think about that. What think a about nice story. First time being on stage. Weren't expecting that, were you? No. Normally, your stories end with you being embarrassed in some way. Oh yeah, yeah. At some point, I probably embarrassed myself. Yeah. I saw the tape and then I pissed my pants. What, what did you do at the gang show? <laughs> I was uh, I was <laughs> pissed your pants. <laughs> were you told to wear um? Swimming trunks when you performed in your gang show, just in case you got stage fright. <laughs> I was, I was. What? What? In the Cubs, I was slightly younger than ten, maybe eight or nine, but they were said wear swimming trunks <laughs> just in case you get stage fright and and we lose control. Of do you still do that to this day? Yeah. Wembley Arena. Yeah. Got your got your trunks on. Got the trunks on. <laughs> you might see the drawstring peeping out. <laughs> some point that just seems like a way to guarantee a kid's gonna piss themselves it's a bit like what yeah. you see, that's frightening what i didn't know that could happen no. get oh, your wait, trunks wait. on graham what would you do if you ordered a big scallop and it arrived and it had glasses on yeah i would hate that i would absolutely hate <laughs> that because this it is looked the thing up at so you and quickly... said hello i'm simon <laughs> <laughs> this is why i can't have salmon because i was trying to have salmon for a while but mm. then i heard that they um sing when they die <laughs> <laughs> What Not like a popular song, but like this. <laughs> <laughs> you could go your own way. <laughs> what do you mean they sing when they die? Yeah, like they're like, oh no, it's not like. Oh, that. Go on. <laughs> you can imagine it. It's like yeah. Yeah, I actually can't imagine yeah. a fish singing. Yeah. Imagine loads of salmon and they're all being killed and they're letting out this horrible song that's like they're so sad because they're being yeah. killed. That's what it is. Is Ben googling it? Yeah, yeah, Ben will be googling it because it sounds it's it sounds yeah, made you. up. It's a Chemical Brothers song, apparently. Okay. That's called the Salmon oh, Dance. Okay. Is there any chance you could have seen a Chemical Brothers song and got mixed up? <laughs> yeah. This is definitely true. If it's not true, it would be very helpful because I yeah. I did used to like the Pret um, smoked salmon sandwiches. Yeah. But you know they're and not they've actually... They've been discontinued. They've been discontinued. Probably. Probably, <laughs> yeah, if you like them. Um, but, but obviously, they're not really singing. That's what They, they, yeah. don't, they don't think they're singing. Yeah, when they're, they're but it's like noise. a sad, it's like a sad, like morning, like noise. It's an emotional like, based yes, thing. Yes, it's very yeah. emotional. I see, I yes. see what you mean. Mm. Yeah, so I just, I feel too bad, you know. I just mm. like, this is the thing they get in my head. Like when I gave up meat, I just like, I picture them. This is the, the thing, yeah. you know, and they're looking at me and they're like, why? Yeah. You don't have that. See, this is what I think most people, they they, they can disconnect. And so yeah, no, I think um, I do have it, but I can disconnect. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I can't it's disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got pets now for the first time since, you know, I was a little kid. What and two cats. Mm. Love them. Mm. Absolutely love them. If someone said to me, I'm going to kill them and eat them, I mean, I'd be, you know, just the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But yet, 
I, you know, hypocritically, I am going around eating dead animals most days. Yeah, and cows can play football. Harriet, you... That is true. You can see that on the internet. They play football. They're actually much smarter than you think they are. They're actually like dogs. You know, you got James into a really serious con- contemplative state there for a second. <laughs> tried, where he was genuinely to... like confronting his own lifestyle. Ben, and... that is true. Cows play football. And then ben you said, and then you said <laughs> yes, cows can play football. As if he'd said anything <laughs> that related to cows playing football. Yes, because a cat is like a cow. This is what I'm saying. Like, a cat's like, like a oh. cow and a cow can play football. <laughs> oh, but he, I was like... <laughs> Literally, just going, I'm not even going to make fed. fun of Harriet for this. Yeah. I'm going to admit that, yeah, I know, we, yeah, even though you're saying about salmon singing and all this kind of stuff, I'm going to, like... It's all true, but it's not I'm football, gonna, it's fetch. I'm going to admit that, yeah, our, you know, our lives are <laughs> hypocritical and, uh, you know, that you're actually, yeah. you know, you, you're imagining them dying and stuff. That's not the weird thing. It's mm-hmm. weirder that we block it out. Just trying to extend that to you. And as I'm saying that, you say cows can play football. <laughs> And while I've been saying this bit, I think you said it's a veg, not a football. No, she said it's fetch. <laughs> it's fetch. It's not football, it's fetch. I thought you said it was veg, like they're playing it with a lettuce. <laughs> it's fetch, so that's I, not what football. What I was trying to say is that you love your cat and your cat you find like an acceptable pet, but you could have a cow, is what I'm saying. Like a cow not, is more like in, a cat, a cat in, than you think it is, but you try and, you try and cut it off cow. and you think, oh, the cow, you know, like yeah. it's some big stupid cow. But actually, they're very intelligent. Well, and... James James was confronting that logic there mm. in quite a sort of openly, uh, mm. emotionally raw way. And yes. I actually think you've made him eat more meat now. Yeah, I don't, don't care now. Because <laughs> you've said he could have a pet cow and cows can play fetch. Yeah. 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 And salmon sing when they die. <laughs> I mean... This is, I'm sorry you don't know this. This is all just, this is well, true we, we, things. We do now. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the, the football thing, so, that's, yeah. so they, they can't play football. Um, um, I actually don't know if they can play football. Um, no, so that, I came, know. That, that was bullshit. But if you yeah. throw, I got confused between football and fetch. If you throw a ball, mm. they will go get it and they'll bring it back like a dog. So this is what I was trying to say. Like a cow is like a dog. Mm. You can't eat dogs, but you can eat a cow. You can't eat a cat, but you can eat a cat. I was trying to, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was just trying to go along with what you were thinking and then you took yeah. it as an absolute affront. Well, you didn't go along with what I was thinking. First of all, you lied and said that they could play football. <laughs> <laughs> then can they play football? Is that oh, video here of a cow? Yeah, look. Let's see it. Here we go. Standing in the middle of a, just yeah. for the listener. Standing, it's standing there, football. not doing anything with his football. Uh, by, it's looking round, it's standing looking next to, so it still left be. it alone. Just in case you're wondering, uh, there is a title above the video uh, that says "Cool Football." It says "Cool Football." <laughs> There's a bunch of people stamping up to the cow, which has stood near a ball, yeah, and it seems it to be not playing. One of them has oh. kicked the ball at the cow, at the cow's ass, and the cow is, is now not, they're surrounding the cow. So There's a bunch of absolute assholes, and a cow that is seems to be just guarding the ball but not playing with it. Uh, it's just walking along with the ball. It's yeah, not it's playing. Accident, yeah, it's, it's accidentally it. playing yeah. football. Yeah, it's not playing football. Yeah. It just wants to keep the ball, and these people are antagonising the cow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't approve you know, of this. Yeah. I guess the video has made me want to eat less beef because I feel yeah. sorry for the cow. I'm on the cow's side yeah. in, that, yeah. in that video, but I don't think that cow could explain the offside rule. Heston Blumenthal has a restaurant in town called Dinner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they serve a starter called a meat fruit. And that would that would be it. I mean, that's right. that's the only thing from a restaurant that's on my entire. I just love it. It's just like magic, and it's something that I could never, and would never try to make. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is it, there's a joy in that. Like this is so special. Like eating amazing Chinese food. It's like 
I could never try to make this. So yeah, there's a joy in that, you know. And it, I just it looks like an orange, yeah. a mandarin, and you cut it inside, and it's meat. <laughs> they do a different one in the winter too. They have like a plum, a meat plum. Oh, do they? Do they not, change up the fruit uh, yeah, seasonally? They, yeah, I don't like I don't like meat plum, but no. uh, <laughs> just like the tangerine one. And they again the bread there, like a really nice kind of. They've obviously oiled it to fuck and yeah. did it on the griddle and then sorted the bread too. Mm. Oh. It's just so good. Is it like chi- is it chicken liver parfait in the, in the middle yeah. of it? And yeah. it, but that's really light as well, isn't oh, it? So it's, it's not just, just great. Yeah. And if you, I've stayed in that hotel. Uh, I think we stayed there as uh, like a birthday treat once, and it's part of room service. Oh you can wow! Get it up to the room. You can sit and wow. have it in the bath if you wanted. Meat fruit in the bath. Yeah, just floating on the slice <laughs> of sourdough. <laughs> Into your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this has come up on the podcast before, quite a long time ago, maybe even like the first series, and we haven't had it again. I think Josie Long said it. No? I got it wrong. Oh, it's magic. Oh, Dynamo said it. Did Dynamo say it? Dynamo said meat fruit. Oh, good. I mean... um, it, it's one of the things that I still haven't tried it, and every time I hear about it, I'm like, oh, I would, I'd really like to try that, and like, I kind of know that know that I'd love it, know that it'd be, it'd be really nice. Also, like, seeing other customers eating it, too, because other mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, like white middle class English people who they're obviously because their kids are paying for it or yeah. and they oh, they're, oh it looks like a fruit <laughs> you know, they're not, not sure what it is it's too much theatre for yeah. middle class yeah, diners yeah, yeah. isn't it yeah. they can't uh, quite not uh, orange <laughs> it's not an orange <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because it, it's quite famous now, people are going there for that. Right. Some of the element of surprise is gone. So I feel like yes, right. Maybe one day Heston should just make the plate like meat plate, like a meat and plate. The, yeah, and yeah. then but then have a normal tangerine yeah. on there. Right. So people are like, I'm gonna have the meat fruit. Yeah, then, right. The fuck? And then they go through, and it's meat plate. Yeah, meat plate. There's like a weird in the book. There's there's like a. I, I don't know. A lot of the times, things go off on tangents. So it was like I, I wanted people to read to read a book, and you're reading a recipe, and then suddenly you get to a point, and you're like, "Oh, hang on, how the fuck do we get to this point?" You know, I, I, I like how a story can do that. And there's a recipe which was kind of based on dining uh, at dinner, where someone found that if you were to eat this part of the chicken, but you were to dry it over like 20 hours, and then grind it and if you were to then snort that it released something inside your body where you literally fell backwards and swept up in a a, a wave of ecstasy and you would fire out of a gland in your anus this uh, incredible chicken stock <laughs> uh, and so someone just found out this could yeah. and then it took off so and my book gets to a point where a young couple take her parents to go and and try this amazing thing, and it's all part of the dining. You know, you're sat and your your table is essentially on like a sluice grate. Yeah. And as you walk in, like people are oh, firing <laughs> stock out of their anus. But then, like the waiters capture it, and then you then all sit and drink it and stuff like that. Yeah. That was part of going to dinner. I can see it. I just like that thing about cooking that there's secret glands that fire yeah. stock should you, yeah. you know, tweak them. I would definitely snort the chicken and fire oh my the stock. God. If yeah. that was part of an experience in a restaurant, I'd, yeah. I, have, I know no bounds in have terms you seen of those, and... Have you ever seen that um, people eating autolong? With the, with the, with the cloak over their heads. Uh, and, yeah. Only in succession. That's the only time I oh, saw I it. I haven't seen that. <laughs> That's why they do that in a scene. 
I've switched off succession. Sorry, just yeah, as a yeah. side. Hey, hey, no, no I'm worries. done. I saw four reps. I'm done. Yeah, football was enough. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of. Um, I mean, probably cut this out. But a lot of actors just not sitting on chairs properly. <laughs> just sit on the chair. You know, I don't think we can cut that out. I think that's amazing. <laughs> I think that's ama- an amazing just sit on the chair. An, what are you amazing doing? Amazing reason not to like succession because <laughs> they won't sit on chairs properly. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here's the annual category of great clips, but we couldn't find a good hook for them all, so they're all lumped together as anecdotes, James. It's our favourite anecdotes. Yes, he's written anecdotes in bold underlines. So this is a new section. Yes. AJ Adudu, Alex Jones, Paul Foote, Tahib Jamo, Graham Coxon, Helen Bauer, Joe Cornish, Reese Shearsmith, Lily Allen, Paul Foote, and John Kearns. So for this drink, for the drinks course, would you like to be in an airport just before you're about to go on holiday? Is that the feeling that you want to invoke the when you're spoons. having this? I love that feeling, and I do, I love it. I love the weather spoons. I, I just, I just, I'm like, oh, it's nice. And why the weather spoons in the air? Because obviously there's a lot of options in the airport, places to drink, but if it's weather spoons, do you feel like you're properly saying goodbye to the UK? Yeah, I do, because yeah. no, I, I think as well, when you go into certain places, nowhere, nowhere does pubs like the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, True. At all. Yeah. Even in America, they're like, oh, we've got we've got the Irish bars. I'm like, it it feels like a themed yeah. bar rather than an actual and tab- pub. And it's table service. Yeah, yeah. it's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think maybe should we have a rum and coke? Yeah. At the Weatherspoons before it. catching a flight. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. You can tell the truth to us. You're not still going to Weatherspoons in the airport. Come on. You're you're in the lounge, mate. <laughs> Not. Give, give over, AJ. I, I, I'm not. I'm very rarely in the lounge. Yeah. You, you've got access, though. But I've got access. Yeah, you've got access. <laughs> do, do you know what it is with the lounges that confuses me a little bit? Yeah. Not all of them do the announcements. Right. <laughs> and I need an, I need a tannoy. Yeah. I'm very easily distracted. Yeah, yeah. Tell me to go to my gate. Yeah. yeah. But if it's silence, I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll listen to a podcast or I'll listen to some music, I'll read a bit of a book. Oh, what's that on the counter? I'll have a little bit of bite to eat. And then I'm like, oh, should I get these nuts for the flight? Yeah. They're probably serving food on the flight, but I'll get these ones as well. Should I do that? And before you know it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've missed my flight. Or like, I've yeah. nearly missed my flight. Do you know have what you missed, like Have it? you missed flights before? I've only missed one. F- I've missed two flights before. Two. And yeah. it was bad. It was <laughs> not good. It was not good. Oh, God. One of the flights that I missed yeah. 
was to my one of my best mates, Veronica. She was getting married oh, no. in <sighs> Casablanca. Oh my god. Casablanca in Morocco. Basically, as like one flight a day yeah. from, from London. Do not miss it. Because if you miss it, you're not getting on that flight today. Yeah. You'll have to pay loads of money to get there tomorrow. Fine. I've missed the flight. That's stressful. Mismanagement of time. Uh-huh. Let's just put it down to that. Okay. And then were you at the airport when you missed the flight? No, I was on I was actually on the train to the airport yeah. being like, ooh, I've got my train times mixed up here, I think. Wait a minute, this train doesn't get to London Bridge until that time and then and then I need to get to Victoria and then I need to get onto the Heathrow Express and oh, I'm gonna miss this flight. I basically yeah, was yeah. like, I'm gonna miss the Definitely flight. Missing it, I'm yeah. on route and I'm like I literally got there and they were like, we closed this gate like two hours ago. So you're like, not even a little bit late for your flight. You're like, well late for your flight. <laughs> Amazing well, that you like... still, even though you knew that, you still went to the airport. I the just committed. Because yeah. I just thought, well, you know, there's flight delays. Yeah. You know, there's there's, there's pandemoniums at airports. Yeah. I was I was praying for the flight delay. Yeah. Got there. Yeah. Nah, they were, they were running on time. So the flight had gone. Mm. and I was left with a real dilemma because there's no more flights until tomorrow Mm. afternoon. But I need to be there for tomorrow morning because in the afternoon, my friend is getting married and I am the bridesmaid. Oh, no. Oh, AJ. Oh, AJ. Oh, guys, it was so bad. I literally had to fly via, like, Portugal. I had to go to, like, three different countries before I could get to Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. I was like, guys, I need to get there in the morning. And they were like, do you know what? The only way you can do this is by spending all of your money and, like, we just start flying from now. Get to Portugal, Get to go to Spain, go to France, go here, go there. I literally was on, like, five different flights to get oh to Casablanca. God. And then I get there, the taxis to where I needed to get. It was, it was, it was a lot. Long story short, I got there just in the nick of time, but I looked dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like I'd been dragged through a hedge backwards. My mate was like, "Also, Veronica is the most chilled person <laughs> ever." It was like she weren't even bothered. She was yeah. like, "Oh, don't worry about it." I was like, "I have been around the world to get here. Yeah. This is insane." So yeah. That's why I don't like lounges. Yes. <laughs> it also, that yeah. and the rissoles really sounds like the sort of thing you'd eat before you go out drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Proper after. Just, yeah. So in Cardiff, and uh, you'll have listeners I know in Cardiff, and they'll know about Chippy Lane. Chippy Lane, it's not really called Chippy Lane, but it is Chippy Lane because all the sort of late night takeaway places are on it. And the floor is so slippery from chips. <laughs> yeah. So when you'd go down there in a heel, oh, Wales, man, you are, <laughs> you are taking your life into your own hands. Chippy Lane in a heel, 3 a.m., disaster. But, oh, the rewards. Yeah. If you make it into the shop, yeah. the rewards are like no other. Rissol, chips, curry sauce, tons of vinegar. Yeah. Oh, my mouth is watering. How slippy is it? <laughs> Could you start at one end of Chippy yeah. Lane and slide all the way like Martin McFly down to the other end? Well, let's just imagine it. Okay, your chips have fallen on the floor. Yeah. Right. Okay. A few people have walked over them, so they kind of worn into the yeah. concrete. Very slippery. Yeah. Very like, slippery. The floor is lava. People like say bananas. It's not. It's chips. Chips should be in cartoons as people yeah. for people slipping on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not bananas. 
There you go. If go you're touring in Cardiff, yeah. Chippy Lane, that's where you need to go. I can walk down Banana Lane in, no, in, in heels, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> run down Banana Lane. <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about food today. We already know that you are a foodie. You appreciate fine foods. When I first met you over 15 years ago, uh, you were definitely in a phase at that point, and maybe it's not stopped, maybe you're still doing it, where you said to me, I only ever eat in Michelin-star restaurants now. It was sort of, I mean, I don't know whether you've misremembered slightly, but... That, <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you said? Well, perhaps I was trying to impress you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, there's a, tr- there's a truth to that, in that that you get the good value, the best value, I think, in restaurants is at the top end and at the bottom end. Uh-huh. You can get some really cheap thing for pound seventy, good value, yeah. and you can pay £200 for a really good meal, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Where you lose out is on the sort of mid-range, yeah, where it's just not particularly like the sort of Bella Italias and the places that are a bit better than the Bella Italias. Yeah. It's nothing. You could cook it yourself. It's not that good. And it's money down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, th- therefore, it is... Uh, one should eat in the Michelin star restaurants when one can. I would yeah. like to see you host a consumer affairs show where you judge whether the things are money down the drain or not. Because that is yeah. a catchphrase. It's money down the drain. Yeah, money down That would yeah. be my, the name of my show. Yeah. Yeah. Money down the drain. <laughs> and I would look at things that, that are down the drain, money, money-wise. money And, and would, you, would it be like Antiques Roadshow where members of the public bring stuff to you and you decide if it's money down the drain or not? Or are you going to establishments and deciding if what they're selling is money down the drain? Yeah, I'd go to establishments. And there's obvious things. Like, mm. I find it hilarious that people are caught out by things like this. Like, I bought a fridge a few years ago. Yeah. A fridge, and it cost about £200, yeah. which is what you have to pay for a really quite good fridge. Yeah. I mean, you can really pay a lot of money for a really expensive One fridge. One of the big American want. ones, if you want to do that. Yeah. But yeah. It, don't re- it doesn't really make much difference. Mm. Yeah. It's a fridge. Yeah. So £200 for a fridge. There's not much that could go wrong in a fridge. Mm-hmm. And it's under warranty for the first two years anyway. Yeah. And then they try and sell you a thing. Would you like peace of mind? It's only £28.99 per year. And if anything happens to your fridge, it'll be replaced. Like, does anyone actually just look at that and think, what are the chances of the fridge breaking down <laughs> low? What are the chances that I'm going to end up paying a lot more? Like, it's ridiculous. Why do people do it? Madness. Oh. This oh. is the sort of thing I'd say in my podcast. What? what uh, <laughs> Not podcast. No, it's not a podcast, is it? It's TV a TV show. show. TV show. Yeah, so, I got confused. This is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is really happening. I forgot that. This, this is, is real. This, yeah, this is, is real. real. Yeah. This, this is real. TV show imaginary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And if someone did pay £28 a year, just in case something ha- happens with their fridge and goes wrong with it, uh, what, what would that be? Well, in it, in the show, they sign a thing that if they've been found to be putting money down the drain, <laughs> then... I'll save some of that money. Yeah. So I'll save 50% of the money that they're putting down the drain will be saved, and the other 50% goes to me. <laughs> yeah. So I will be siphoning yeah. from people's bank accounts money. Yeah, yeah. People who have made stupid decisions in the past, yeah. any bad decision, I get half the money. So in a way, going on the show is also money down the drain. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a massive, you know. Yeah. I, I might say to you, you've got an investment, and you can say, oh, it's quite a good investment. I'm getting 7% interest. And if I found one with a higher interest, I'd say, you should have thought about that. Higher interest. So yeah. you then get a higher interest, but you pay half the difference to me, you see? <laughs> yeah. For life. 
when you get their money down the drain, when, when, when that gets siphoned to you, yeah, do you ever pay tax on that, or is that tax free? Uh, tax free. Good. Yeah, because um, well, it is, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah, because it's not earnings, is it? It's just uh, money I'm siphoning off. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my accountant, I said, you know, how does it work with the tax situation with certain things? Yeah. Uh, earnings is tax at this rate. Dividends tax at this rate. Siphoning. <laughs> you don't. Does, has anyone ever paid tax on siphoning? No, you know, no, no, never. Like it's like another thing you can do with siphoning is you can siphon money out. Like you yeah. might have too much money. And it's a bit of a problem. I've got too much money here. It's causing a problem uh, because there's the the um, um, capital gains tax situation. Big worry. Siphon it out into yeah. the Cayman Islands. Yeah, so it yeah. can be siphoned off. Si- that's Pepper. that's siphoned off. It's siphoned off. Yeah, that's siphoned, yeah. not siphoned out. Yeah, siphoned yeah. out is when it comes out of their bank account yeah. into me. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. then that was then ironically siphoned off yeah. into other accounts around the world. And then that gets siphoned up? Yeah, that gets uh, siphoned up into property portfolio. Right, yeah. Yes. Because I, I would like to be wealthy enough that I don't have a house or even second home or even... Three homes, a portfolio. Yeah. That's what I want to have, a portfolio. Yeah. So you don't even really know what's in it. Yeah. Got a portfolio. Oh, right, I'm going to Hong Kong next week. Uh, shall I stay in a hotel? I think I might have somewhere in Hong Kong. Let me check my portfolio. <laughs> yes, I've got somewhere in Hong Kong. I can stay yeah. there. Although the portfolio says someone's in there at the moment. Could be a real, I'll stay in a hotel. Never mind. You know. So, so you, always, you always end up in a hotel anyway. You always stay in a hotel. Yeah. But then in I'm your like, fantasy. Yeah, in the fantasy, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I might think, oh, well, uh, you know, I need to expand the portfolio in certain yeah. areas, certain markets. Mm. Would you ever like like your property portfolio to include hotels? Because then, then you've got yourself covered there if you buy a hotel and you own hotels. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to own a hotel. And then yeah. you've got a room whenever you want. And you've got a really... I mean, I stayed in a hotel in Melbourne earlier in the year. It wasn't my hotel. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, said, I want to point out before I start yeah. the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. It wasn't mine, but I knew someone who knew... The owner of the hotel, best room in the in the hotel, wasn't it? All people at reception saying, "If there's anything you want, anything at all, just let us know." Yeah, I mean that's just imagine if that was my hotel. Yeah, I think they do say that to everyone though in hotels, right? Oh, do they? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I've never stayed in a hotel. <laughs> I don't stay in hotels often because I'm normally just in my one of my portfolio places. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know why I just didn't. I've never translated. I've in my mind, I'm kind of like this is this is a luxury that I'm afforded when I'm away at work. But I guess I could just a buy salted butter. Yeah. Or just you've been to the White salt. House, man. I have been to the White House. Have some salted what butter. What butter did they have there at the White House? Did yeah. I have butter at the White House? <laughs> I don't think I had White House. Do you butter. have any food at the White House? Um. And they're not putting the spread. We didn't sit down and have a proper meal. I don't think uh, just nibbles and stuff. Totally, there's yeah. some nibbles. Surely the nibbles at the white. Yeah, you Wait, am I, not am I, any food. I don't think we sat down and ate. No, what? I think we had, yeah, we came in, we did our thing. Yeah. It might have been sandwiches. We had sandwiches. And I remember Hannah asked for a banana. She was like, is there any fruit? And, and you know, and they gave her a banana, but like they gave her a banana on, on like one of those silver platters. Right. <laughs> and there's a picture of her somewhere. And somebody like this lovely person who works at the White House is like holding the silver platter and underneath is one banana. <laughs> And I was like, this is, that's the most White House shit that's happened to me. 
Got to be Hannah Waddingham. Got to be one of the only people in the world charming enough to get away with going to the White House and asking for a banana. Yeah. She was just like, "Is there any like fruit?" And I don't think she expected it to be a big deal. And yeah. somebody yeah, sure. comes with a yeah with like this almighty <laughs> banana. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, they should have come and bought that whole thing on them and they opened the cloche. And it was just those shit biscuits she's got. Eaten all the time. <laughs> Bad luck. More they than did, biscuits again. They did give us biscuits. At the they White did give House. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the White House, um, like catering staff, made us. Uh, biscuits and they put in these like lovely little containers and um, I remember trying to save it and I was like oh I want to like give it to my mum and but it was ages till I went back home so I was like go eat them yeah yeah, it is what it is and they were lovely unlike the ones that Hannah has to eat which are disgusting and I've tried one of them and it's yeah it's rough it's rough (laughs) would they not think to like oh we got eaten so many of these biscuits that's just like try and make them nice no but I think the thing is you know if like if you pack it like if there's like loads of sugar and stuff she has to eat a lot of them mm, and so yeah. at some point it's like we just can't have that that actually happened to us on on certain season one um the catering team that we had at the beginning like we just had everything it was like a very American like it's an American show so it's like an American where we had donuts and every type of Fanta imagine like mm. every can drink you could ever want snacks sweets pastries and it got to a point where all of it like they just realized as the episodes were going on that we were all just gaining weight <laughs> and so um at some point they got switched out and we got healthy yummies oh, <laughs> no. just, like, came in everything's really healthy and kale juice and I mean they're, they're also like really great and we had healthy mm. yummies for three seasons and by the end of it like I really loved them but um <laughs> there was a part of me that was like I remember when we had donuts every day <laughs> I don't like I don't like all posh. No, I, you know tasting menus and things like that. That that's all a bit odd. Mm-hmm. I don't like being molly coddled and treated like a toddler or a baby in a restaurant. Yeah, where people point with their little finger at bits of what's on a plate and and tell you what it is. I've never thought of that as being treated like a baby, but it makes absolute sense it when you put it bit. like that. Mm. It's like just put it, just you know, just let me eat it. Although, and, you know, I've never thought about the pointing with the little finger as well. Yeah. And actually, I think if they came along and they pointed with their normal pointing finger at my food, I think I'd be like, get the hell out of here. I feel that would that would, that would offend me more. Yeah. Pointing with the little finger does feel cleaner and less rude. Less aggressive. Most if they were pointing with their actual finger, I'd be like... It, well, yeah. So it's it's accusational, isn't some it? gnarled... It's just the pretense of it. The pretense... I don't mean pretense. It's pretend, pretensive. Pretend... Yeah. Pretend... What's the word? Well, Pretense. Uh, actually, uh, which one are you looking sure, for? Because I haven't heard the full sentence. The fakery. Sentence. It's the fakery Pretense, of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, this this bloke is doing this and he's describing what that's called and, and, and this is a little bit of foam to go with it and that's the sort of drink that you should have with it. And, and, mm. and it's a bit like, I, I just don't take it. I can't take it seriously. It's really absurd. Yeah. And I think people should just be how they are. Mm. What if that is how they are? The, the waiters and stuff and the people at the restaurant? If that oh, is... that's, that's that's fine. But you can tell, you can see through it. Yeah, you can see through it, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would I you ever say that to many to the... of those things? Thank. Would you ever be brave enough to say to a waiter like halfway through, "I see through all this"? No, I I I wouldn't be. No. That's the sort of thing that people I'm close to, and possibly people in the band I play in, would be would at certain times. Yeah. Not have any qualms about just. Are we allowed to swear on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right okay. Tell the people to fuck off. Just, like, just put yeah. it fucking down and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that sort of thing. And um, sometimes when Alex is talking about his cheeses, do you go, I see right through you. <laughs> I see right through you, Alex. Yeah. And I see a load of cheese in there. <laughs> it's good cheese. Yeah. You like his cheese, don't yeah, you? Yeah. I've cheese. eaten it. I've eaten it. Yeah. 
I've eaten it at Christmas. We usually get a... I think Alex was complaining recently that he sends out Christmas parcels of cheese to everyone and gets nothing back <laughs> every year. But the thing is, you know... He makes the he cheese friendship. Though, right? It's not like he's <laughs> he getting friendship. a different different gift every time, right? He gets to be in Blur for yeah. an extra year. <laughs> <laughs> he should never take that for granted. <laughs> yeah, that's your present. But Alex. his cheese is nice and he expands. Um, I'm waiting for the cheddar. Yeah. But the old... Blue Monday, that's quite Yeah, nice. it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you, you, it's, you think you should carry on with the cheeses? Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I never get through my quotient of cheese, my Christmas quotient, <laughs> ever. It's just too much. Yeah. I mean, I probably have the amount for, for Christmas and New Year's that he might have in one night, and, yeah. I, and it's still too much. You know, he is a maniac when it comes to, to the cheese. I bet he has sparkling water. Yeah, yeah, just because he's caning. He's caning on the cheese, yeah. <laughs> caning it, <he's> caning. <laughs> so much cheese. Have you seen him just, like, devour a load of cheese in front of you and can you not believe what I you're have. seeing? I have. I sort of can because I'm sort of used to it now. But if it was the first time, I would be quite shocked, possibly. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, I mustn't, you know. Owls is a lovely man. I, I, I love yes. Alex. But I did see him once eat a massive amount of that blue Monday. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a Christmas amount, let's say, on on a bit of cracker, which you're allowed to have a bit more than than than, than, than your auntie or something. And but he went slap and then squirted a load of honey on it as well. And oh, then you've got yeah. to try it like this. I was like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, I thought, blimey, I couldn't do that another again for another year. I, 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 not for another year. That, the cheese and the honey. That was much. Yeah, it was much. You better get onto your menu proper. Yeah, I'm focused. I'm, I'm focused. No one said your word. Your dream starter. I would like prawn pori. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's the best starter. It's delicious. Yeah. It's like the nicest curried prawns and like this fried. It's more bread, but I I'm medically addicted to bread. Mm-hmm. Like fried, sort of like doughy, roti. So and, good. Oh, my God, I can't handle it. With, like, lemon that you put on the prawns. Yeah. <sighs> There's an amazing one in South London yeah. called Apollo Banana Leaf. It's, like, um, a Sri Lankan restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's good because, like, they sort of have a menu, but they don't. They just sort of go, like, if you say anything, they're like, we don't have it, we don't have it. Yeah. Like, but then they just sort of make up other dishes. And at the right. end, they just sort of, like, guess at a price. You're like, come with the bill. And they're like, uh, <laughs> 20 pounds? Like, <laughs> so you know it's good. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah. it's all about the food and it's just magical. And the prawn puri is something they have on there all the time. That is their, I have never been turned away with a prawn puri. Great. Uh, yeah, ever. Always get it. Always get it. I love, I do love a prawn puri. When I was growing up, when I was living at home with my mum, that was like when we'd order an Indian, yeah. we'd always share everything, but then she'd get a prawn puri for herself. And for some reason, I never got a prawn puri. Aww. So I would always be like, that prawn puri was amazing. <laughs> but it was like my mum's secret treat that she would have. Yeah. So when I started ordering my own takeaways, always a prawn puri. And you know what? It was worth it. It is because it's also like the ultimate greedy person starter. Yeah. Because everyone else just gets like a simple, like they got samosas or something. And then obviously you can be like, can yeah. I have a samosa? Yeah. Someone gets a bag of iron barges, give me an onion barge. Don't be a dick about it. You get a prawn pori. That's coming in two separate items because yeah. you've got the prawn curry and the bread. Yeah. But if you order a prawn pori and a naan, everyone's chill with it. But if you order two naans, then you're two naans, Helen. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
So it's like you've really like thought about it. You're getting two parts in one. Yeah. You, no one wants to be two nuns, Helen. I was, and it was a tough time. It's yeah. a tough oh, time. We could tell that you were. <laughs> when you're saying yeah. it, it's like that's not a myth. That wasn't that, a, that, that's, a that's universal a observation. Two nuns, Helen. <laughs> if she comes, <laughs> but now I figured out the prawn puri trick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love a prawn puri. One of the sweetest stories Ed's ever told. That I don't, I don't want to gloss over it too yeah. much because, like, I already told it because I knew you'd love it. When he grew it's up, sweet. he started ordering pork puris to be like his mum. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, my Pizza Express order is my Pizza Express order because I copied it off my dad. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and do you feel close to them when you do it? No, <laughs> but part of you must. Yeah. must think of them. Prawn puri, definitely, yeah, yeah. Think of mum. Yeah. Did you ever confront her and be like, why did I not get did one? No, not like, really. I mean, obviously, day, I'd just already... corner her and be like, what the fuck? I think like, she was probably already getting fed up with me being like, and I want this, and this, and this, and this. So she was like, well, all right, you can have that, but you're not having any of my prawn puri. We've ordered half the restaurant yeah. already. She can have something for herself. Yeah. Well, she's got her boy. That's all she needs. <laughs> a sweet little boy. <laughs> Your dream starter. Dream starter. Okay, well, I think I was thinking about this and I'm going to, like, in the dream restaurant, can I be anywhere that I want? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the rules of space and time are suspended. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would go for a bruschetta. Lovely. Lovely. Very funny thing to follow yeah. you yeah. asking if the rules of time and space are suspended. Well, this isn't yeah. any old bruschetta. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Can I, I do whatever I like? Right? So the, the one of the... No, okay, so this is the... The rules of science don't apply. A bruschetta, please. <laughs> This is the follow-up to your poshest meal I've ever had. Great. Right? So when, when Attack the Block came out, this Italian uh, producer bought it to distribute in Italy. His name was Aurelio De Laurentiis. Mm -hmm. Dino De Laurentiis's uh, nephew. Yes. Dino De Laurentiis, famous producer, right? Barbarella, Flash Gordon, Blue Velvet, Conan. No idea. Serpico. Oh, no, Conan. Yeah. But famous, I like famous Italian producer. Anyway, his nephew, he buys it for Italy. He, he, puts, a, um, he puts me in a private jet. I'm at a festival in Switzerland, in Locarno. Oh. He says, Joe, come, come and see me. I want to meet you. I love your film. A oh. little bit like that, his voice was. Yeah, that's nice. And so he puts me on a private jet from Locarno. I fly to Naples, where I get on a speedboat, like a sexy speedboat, big James Bond speedboat. I get, like, speedboated out to this little bay off the island of Capri, where Aurelio de Laurentiis is floating in this beautiful cove with a little plastic floating tray with a cappuccino on it. Mm. Wow. I get off the speedboat. I bash my ankle against the steps so there's blood <laughs> running down my ankle. Immediately ruining the scene. Well, I'm in excruciating pain and I'm dribbling blood everywhere. I don't say anything about it. I just get in the water. Oh, salty sting, healing the wound. And I swim over to... And that's how I meet Aurelio. Anyway, yeah. cut a long story short... I stay a night in, in, on the island of Capri. Yeah. He takes me the next day for lunch on this private island off the Amalfi Coast, which has Rudolf Nureyev's villa on it, right? Yeah. The ballet dancer. I think it's called La Galli or something. You can hire it now for about like $300,000 a minute. <laughs> so it's on this private island and a friend of Aurelio's is staying there and we have lunch there and they just bring the most incredible tomatoes mm. i've always had a conflicted relationship with tomatoes right yeah, yeah didn't like them as a kid at all and tomatoes are a fruit correct yeah mm -hmm. so these tomatoes really tasted 
fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really <laughs> extraordinary. Like, all my life, my dad has said, don't be so fussy about tomatoes. They're a fruit. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. They're not a fruit. They're weird. Yeah. These tomatoes, they were just sensational. And they were chopped into a bruschetta with some amazing olive oil on. Mm. And it was just the most beautiful thing mm. I've ever tasted. There was another big mysterious billionaire who I think had hired the island and he had all these peculiar artists and people there. It was very odd. It's a bit like that John Fowles book, The Magus. Have you ever read that? No. People who've read that might know what I mean. Just this weird collection of people. So I'm sitting next to Aurelio. He's smoking a cigar. The other billionaire's smoking a cigar. Aurelio's watching him and he leans over to me and says, that man smokes a cigar like he is sucking a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Mm. What? That's the sort of thing, billionaire. It's the sort of quip. Yeah, billionaire. I mean, it's make. good. And that guy lent over to the guy who's next to him and said exactly the same thing about Aurelio. Probably. Aurelio, probably. Yeah. Also, I would imagine uh, I wasn't there, mm. but I don't think he was. From the mm. mental picture in your mind, well, or do listen, you think they're two very different? I've been very lucky in my life to have sucked a lot of cock. To, to, <laughs> To to I've, I've seen people smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I you know what I've seen people. Yeah, doing that, going down on people. Yeah, I cannot imagine anyone doing one as they would do the other. Really? When I suck a cock, I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pipe, isn't it? <laughs> I think this guy might have been licking the tip of the cigar <laughs> with a circular tongue motion. I don't know whether this is a false false memory syndrome. See, but that's yeah, what sprung into my head. I feel like you might have invented that. Don't you moisten the one end of the cigar? Oh, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Anyway, listen, Aurelia Durenz was a really lovely, incredibly generous man. Yeah. And he gave me it. the time of my life. Yeah. He also gave me the tomato of my life. So for my starter, I would be there in that on Rudolf Nureyev's private island yeah. with Aurelio and the cigar sucking man <laughs> yeah with that br bruschetta with the elements of that bruschetta oh, you should probably just delicious. jump in and say when we talk about a mysterious billionaire on a private island yeah it's not that one right no it's <laughs> that not one, that, that one, one, well yeah. there's a few to choose from <laughs> what a reveal what but, a reveal uh, at the end of no, that story i was only there for lunch so i don't know what happened when the sun went down yeah <laughs> and everybody seemed of a legal age yes there, but everyone was quite confused <laughs> I remember when I was little, I tried to make myself get a cold by running. I used to do it repeatedly, run up to the door and put my nose near the, the keyhole to try and get a draft into my nostril. <laughs> when I was little, I used to do it. To try and get off school? Yes. Yeah. And that was the best way you could think to do it was <laughs> nose to the keyhole. Nose to the keyhole. Freezer sitting completely yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, unmolested yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Not going, near, not going near the freezer. No, no, just a gentle breeze through the keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> Sniff the keyhole. It didn't work. But, you know, I talked like I'm all my entire childhood was about, based on trying to not go to school. But I remember one time really wanting to go to school and having a terrible stomachache and having to come back because I did I had diarrhea. Oh, nice. I was nice. sent home having... Shut myself. <laughs> I think maybe that's another Jarvis, actually. Yeah. Oh, maybe it didn't jo happen, but it, I've, the threat of it might have yeah. come yeah. back home again. But yeah, it was interesting. But of course, whenever you did get ill, your parents couldn't give you anything. You'd find it all for the pigeons. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, we've got some painkillers. Oh, no, they've all gone. <laughs> what are all the pigeons doing on that field? <laughs> I did an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experiment. The other thing I used to do as a kid in the same back garden that I was throwing 
Actually, tomorrow's over. The fence was. Try to catch a bat. Every <laughs> night. <laughs> nearly every night from when I was about 11 till about 15. Yeah. Quite old. Yeah. At the end of the garden with my dad's fishing net trying to catch bats. <laughs> I realise now it was a futile <laughs> yeah. endeavour. Yeah. Because you can't catch them, can you? Because they're, no, they're no. Yeah. solar. However... I just wanted one. I wanted yeah. a little bat. And uh, then I was told they were full of lice and they would have bit me and I might have mm. got something horrible. So I stopped trying to catch them, but I never did catch one. Yeah, they loved uh, growing up in my house. My mum used to look after bats. No! Yeah, so like if there was injured bats, my mum would look after them. Probably we... one of the ones that if I'd have caught it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, some <laughs> fucking hit the human net. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, we'd be looking. So there's a number of bats that like, yeah, I had them hanging off my finger. No! No, you didn't. When you're learning to fly again. Pipistrels. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be there with your f- f- finger out, uh, hanging out, and then you'd fly around the living room, go back on your finger again. No way. And then, uh, yeah, my mum would release them in, back into the wild. Pipistrelli de Halloween. Pipistrelli de Halloween. Pipistrelli de Halloween. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I once Pet Rescue came to interview my mum. No. And do an episode, do a, a Pet Rescue episode about my mum. Why the hell haven't you told me this? Well, it hasn't come up before. That's amazing. It. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get in the background of it, and they cut me out of the shot. Uh, as per. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it now. Oh, but, it's uh, like the Adams family. Yeah, yeah. Really good, you know. Like good Adams family. Yeah, good Adams but, family. Yeah, it's, Brilliant. It's big, big stuff. What so would you have done with it? the bat if you'd caught it? I'd have looked at it for a bit and then tried to uncurl it from the net, because I presume it would have gone into a tight yeah, yeah. ball. Yeah, it would have got bad. Yeah, it would have been bad. And then just let it go, I guess. Yeah, you could have started COVID much earlier. <laughs> Got it out of the way. Give it Can't blame me for that. This is 1976. <laughs> but uh, yes, I would have just been fulfilled. I caught one finally. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been for many years attempting it, yeah. and then uh, I would let it go again. Yeah, but um, I think I did try to m- have a bat box in the, at the end of the garden. No, nothing ever went in it. No, annoyingly. But you had them in your house. I had them in the house. Incredible. Well, I don't know, about four Pet of them ones. at different they need times. Them names? Uh, they get names, but just because my mum wouldn't have named them, just because we were kids and wanted like to. Like real names or like B21 or something? No, no, we were wanting to give them names. Right. I, can't, I can't remember what they were called. No. I remember like the Batty. one, the Pet Rescue one was called something stupid, because we just give it silly comedy names like that made us laugh as kids. Yeah. But then the Pet Rescue people were like, um, we want you to call this one Radar. Because it's for the show. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, my, my mum was like, that's very basic. Yeah. I don't want people thinking that I get I catch bats and I call them stuff like radar. <laughs> yes. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the kind of person I am. Yeah. But they were insistent that on camera, make sure you refer to it as radar. So through gritted teeth, oh, she would say it. Oh. And it was as if it was her idea. Yeah, yeah. so she, she really of, didn't love it. I can't stand it. It reminds me of like when you get stump people to do things for you in filming and you look terrible because they're doing it and their acting is bad. <laughs> you made me look shit now. <laughs> I don't know why I, I leap from a bat to that, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, Same like, injustice. I, I love the thought of a stunt person on one of your shows, like doing a massive stunt, like smashing through a window, yeah. rolling through a fire, lying on the floor, and you're going, you make me look shit now. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I think. I met up with two friends recently from Amer- America, uh-huh. and as soon as I sat down is. with them... Huh? Here he is. Yeah, la-di-da! <laughs> and as soon as I sat down, the first thing they said to me, they went, right... What would you say a row of soldiers is? Because they had clearly been having a debate with each other about Brits and what we say. And obviously, as soon as I said it, the, the lady of the, of the couple, it was a straight couple, lady of the couple went, yeah, I told you I was right. And she was right. But then they told me the context that they'd had this discussion about was actually they'd watched a Bake Off episode and Mary Berry had said that 
She wanted all the crimping on the pastry to be like a row of soldiers. And I think Mary Berry would have been talking about actual so- yeah. soldiers of war. Okay, right. What was it's the word? It's another classic James A. Caster story. What was the word? Huh? What was the word? The row of soldiers. Oh, I just said it would be uh, when you uh, have some toast and you chop it into oh, okay. long thin bits. Okay, I would thought you, you were talking what? about like a collective noun, like, you know, sort of argument of witches. Like, what would you call a, a row of soldiers? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you call a load of soldiers? Platoon. A platoon of soldiers. Platoon. Yes. If I'm ever... I once uh, fantasised about having um, a... Uh, Careful. A, uh, <laughs> okay, James, I, you've I, told me about this before. You've got a, this is a podcast, man. You can't bring guests in here and start telling them about your fantasies this again. Is a, this, is, this is Charlotte Church all over again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Charlotte Church really ruined my life. <laughs> um, we love Charlotte Church. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she was a fantastic guest. She's and then James said, you want to be in a waterfall? Oh, Never lived this down. Charlotte called James a pervert immediately. Oh. It was fantastic. What did you mean? She wanted to have her water course from a waterfall. And she said, I want to hold the cup under the waterfall and have it. And I said, are you going to hold the cup under there? Or do you want to be under the waterfall like that? And I was not thinking like dirty, pervy, like wet t-shirt stuff. <laughs> At all. But Charlotte Church, man, she... <laughs> went there. She went there. <laughs> she threw, threw me... In amongst it all, and everyone was like, "That guy's a grubby little pervert." <laughs> it's never—it's—it's it's all people shout at me now in the street. Okay, so what are you fantasizing about this week, Joe? A toaster that has slots for soldiers. <laughs> that is a genius. That is a great you can put idea. a whole platoon in there at once. Yeah, that is so clever. I'm my daughter Marnie, who's my youngest daughter. She likes to have a dip, two dippy eggs for breakfast mm. before she goes to school. Nice. So I'm, I'm constantly making soldiers. Yes, yeah. that is my morning routine. How many soldiers for two dippy eggs? I do like two quite big slices of sourdough and then chop them that way and then in half. And so yeah. there's quite a big mound of soldiers. Great. She doesn't really eat the egg. She just eats the soldiers. Yeah, actually, you know what? I do. When when I, I drop them off and I come back and I'll have the egg. But I've recently realised that my cat mm. likes the egg. Uh. And I've walked in on the cat in on the egg. So I've obviously come in before and eaten this egg and my cat's been in there. You've been so I'm just, yeah, I've been eating cat eggs. Just to be clear, because you weren't very, you weren't like as detailed, it's like lick, eating the egg. She, my cat stands on the table and licks the inside okay. of the egg, yes. which I've left there after, you know, to go and do the school yes. run. Yes. I've come back, not realised the cat has been in my egg. Yes. And I've then eaten the rest yeah. of the egg. Lily, and it's disgusting. I understood that story. Okay. Absolutely perfectly the first time. <laughs> okay, cool. James, what did you think was happening? Fucking the egg. <laughs> <laughs> you thought the cat was fucking the egg. Okay. You, you are a perv. <laughs> now they're going to be, down, down gonna be shouting yeah. at you on the street again. You guys again. sent me down that grubby road. And then I was like, oh, oh man, the cat's there. On top of the egg. Fucking it. That's a great idea, though. The the toaster. No, the... <laughs> that's not a great idea. I'm ashamed of myself. Don't encourage it. Oh dear. The toaster with the soldiers. Yes. I I never used to regularly use the chopsticks actually until I was about ten years ago. Actually, mm-hmm. I never could do it. Yeah. Uh, but one time I was fl- on a flight from Sydney to Tokyo and I sat next to a Japanese lady mm-hmm. and I just observed her and I learned everything. From, from 
Why, why, why are you look, looking like Because well, you're having a go at me for waiting for you in a phone box, and you sat next to the woman you didn't know and watched her hands for the whole flight. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wanted her. to see what she was doing with her chopsticks, yeah. and I learned everything from that. You so, didn't ask her, did you talk to her and say, what's the secret? Yeah, I mean, the way you, you paint it in a, in a very different light. <laughs> but, you know, I think it, it, was, it wasn't like we were having a big, long chat the whole flight, but it wasn't like I didn't say anything either. You know, yeah. we would have had a couple of exchanges. Mm-hmm. It was very nice food. Is, you, is you, you, you having the um, Japanese dish as well? Oh, you're very nice, yes. The, the, you know, something like that. You're very, you're very nice. No, the, the sashimi. Oh, right. Not you're very I think nice. You said, you said to her, you're like, having the Japanese dish as like, well. You're very nice. <laughs> I thought you said that as well, but yeah. well, yes, yeah, she was. Very, she was. Very, she was very nice. Yeah. She was a very nice person, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. No, I didn't mean it like that. But you observed her. Yeah, I observed her. And now you live your life like her in all in all ways, uh, yeah. or, or just the chopsticks. Yeah, in that, in some ways, I I live my life in that way, you know, because yeah. uh, I use it the chopsticks with her. And also, if I were to ever fly to Japan again, I would be going there for a euthanasia session. Yeah, like her, like she was, you know. So she was going. It's her to final do. journey. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, "Look, I, she said I've had enough, you know. I, I've had, an, I've had, a, you know. I, she said uh, I've got a terrible disease and I've had a good life, but I'm going back to see my family and then it's a euthanasia session, session. end it all. So I can assure you, the fact I kept saying." You're very nice and yeah. looking at her hands. She wasn't bothered. She wasn't bothered. She, she, was, she yeah. was well beyond all that. Yeah. She yeah. just thought, if there's some weird pervert looking at my hands, fine, let him. <laughs> yeah. Within minutes of getting off the plane, she was dead. <laughs> she, was, she actually went straight into... She didn't even bother going through immigration. She didn't even bother yeah. re-entering her own nation. Yeah. Just as soon as she got into the sort of the arrivals area, they just put an injection in her and, and off she went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in some ways, it wasn't strictly euthanasia. It's more of a more of an assassination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but she knew she knew about it. It was a pretty honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in yeah. fact, she had said to me, "Please help me. I'm in danger." You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's assassins. I'm going back to Japan. I want to go back. I don't want to live my whole life in exile in Sydney. Yeah. But there's a danger. Yeah. I said, "Don't worry. I'll be looking out for you. Don't worry. If I'm here, yeah, yeah. you'll be safe." Yeah. She felt, I think, comforted to know that I had her back. I was going to be. Mm. Uh, and as soon as um, uh, as soon as these uh, people all like all went round her, like with syringes and like yeah. um, chloroform and like yeah. poison darts and various other <laughs> killing methods. Yeah. As soon as they did that, I just um, I said, oh, uh, oh, uh, transfers this way. You know, <laughs> I was off. I was off. Yeah, there's too much to yeah. handle. It is There's a lot for you to take on all at once, isn't it? So. Um, We've all had that Make happen. excuses. You know, yeah. on a plane, you sort of bond with someone on the plane. Yeah. And then you say, oh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, uh, you, you're taking the same flight, are you, to... Uh, yeah, I'll see you on there. Yeah. And then they, they just give you the slip, and then you never see them again. Similar to that, but <laughs> much worse. Yeah. yeah. Because, because I'd promised, I had promised that I would protect her. Yeah. I'd protect her life. I was. She said to me, you know, you're a stranger... But we have a connection now because you are guaranteeing my life. You're going to protect me. Yeah. And she said that shows what decency you have as a human being yeah. because ultimately you will protect me. And I said, well, it doesn't really matter that I don't know you. That's just what one does for another human being. Yeah. Another, We're all part of one human race. Yes. And so I'm going to protect you. I didn't. No. <laughs> no, no. no she, she was into the arms of the assassins. Uh, do, do, do you remember her name? Uh, yes. Yes, I remember her name. 
but you can't say it out no, loud. I can't say it for legal reasons. But you, you hold it in your heart, you think of it every day? Every time you use chopsticks? Every time I use chopsticks, yeah. I, I think of her name. Yeah. And every time every time I don't use chopsticks, like <laughs> other times of the day when I'm not using chopsticks, mm. I also think of her because I think, well, I, I sent her to the to her death. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was my fault. You know, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah. But yeah, so I think of her all the time, really. All it weighs time. heavily on my conscience. Yeah. But when I'm using chopsticks, that's when I say her name over and over again. Yeah. Sort of like a mantra. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is ironically a hotel. <laughs> which which I stayed in a different one to yeah, you. Yeah, a different one to me. Yeah. Yeah, one step ahead. It's like restaurants, like there's a restaurant near me. Yeah. Uh they've just immediately they've just there was a sign on the door going, We're a dark restaurant now. What? You know, dark restaurants where they just become takeaway only. Oh, I thought you meant like one of the restaurants where you have to eat in the dark. Yeah, that's a gimmick some places do. The Japanese say that um, harsh lighting, uh, no, low lights cuts the app. No, is it is it uh, is it bright lights or low lights? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> bright lights. I would say in a restaurant. I've never seen no, no, anyone no. go into something so confidently. Yeah. And then fall apart so quickly. Because there was no, like, we're just talking about, you yeah. can be like, oh, about these dark restaurants yeah. or whatever. And then, right, I've got something here. Yeah, yeah, I do. The Japanese. Yes. Ah. Yes. Japanese. And also, I'd, say, I'd say, if I'm starting any sentence that starts with the Japanese. Yeah, you got yeah. to follow. I better damn well know where it's going. <laughs> I know where it's going. Yeah, yeah, go on. The Japanese, in Japanese restaurant, in Japanese culture, harsh lighting isn't a thing. Uh-huh. Japanese culture in restaurants... Uh, it cut, harsh lighting cuts the appetite in half. Uh, low lights keeps you hungry. So in this restaurant, I want the lights low. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You want... I, I want little candles flickering around. Yeah. And I want to be in a little booth. Mm-hmm. I want the booth to be higher than my head. Yeah. So I can't see. What... I hate the booths where you've just got head. Do you know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know the booths. You know mm-hmm. you get put in a booth. Yeah. But you can still see someone's head. Oh, the other side of the booth. I know what you mean. Like, so you're sat, yeah. and the booth goes up to your, your neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't stand that. And some, yeah, if yeah. you're sitting, you might almost sit back to back with someone else you don't know. You just and see if these you heads just, bobbing about. If you put your head back, you could almost <laughs> touch someone someone else's head, couldn't you? I don't want to see it. I want the booth where you're like, bang, you're like locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like, uh, there's a pub in Northern Ireland which has... The Crown? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the stained glass booths. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what well, James, I'm sorry to say that even though those anecdotes were wonderful, that this may well have been the filthiest year of Off Menu yet. Yes, and Benito here is in brackets an apology to my mother. Yes, but he's called her the wrong name. No, he hasn't. She gets angry if you call her that. Oh, yeah, she hates that, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. And you know that, Benito. I got told off for that. Yeah, you know that, Benito. Yeah. She said She said in a, in a text, don't call her that. You're in trouble now. Yeah. Now, we largely blame Steve-O for this being the filthiest year. Yes, but unfortunately, some other people joined in. Angela Barnes, Carol Vorderman, Jenny Eclair, Jordan Gray, Paul Meskell, Arlo Parks, Jimmy Famarewa, Steve-O, Judy Love, and John Kearns in perhaps one of my top three highlights of the whole year. Yes, I couldn't stop laughing. Not just off menu, the whole year. The whole year. Yes. I think looks like they stink. Ziggy Peel good. <laughs> I, I would never say that about Ziggy Peel. I hope not. I'm sorry, Angela. That, 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 that Ed said that. I'm never, I'm never taking Ed Gamble to Ziggy Peel Goods ever. Yeah. Um, the slush puppy puppy. 
<laughs> no way, man. What are you talking about? It's disgusting. That slush puppy puppy looks rank. No way. It's half of what puts me... I, I, I bet it just smells like a, like a, that wet dog smell, that slush puppy. That's what I think of. Were you imagining him... Covered in his own slush, right? Yeah. Well, well he's going to be wet. If you're making slush puppies all day, you're going to get wet. And yeah. if you're a dog and you're wet, you're going to smell. Yeah. It doesn't I think make sense. It's a, I think it looks disgusting, that slush puppy, and they should get it off of the branding. <laughs> because, like, it puts me off nine times out of ten. I'm not getting a slush puppy, that little rank thing. Looking but it's called a slush, call puppy. It a slush puppy. Yeah, it's called a slush puppy. You so can call it something. Yeah, call it a slush puppy still. and have, Or whatever. But, like, uh, don't have that puppy on there with his little, like, woolen hat as well. I think that makes it worse. Little it's beanie cold. that he's wearing. It's working slush all day. Slush puppy machines are so old now. Like, yeah. it's such an old 80s thing. They're often quite faded, the slush puppy yeah. machines. Yeah. often a bit... They look a bit sad. Don't so that they makes look a bit it look peeled yeah. and sad. I get that. That yeah. makes it look like he stinks even more. <laughs> this is the most I've thought about slush puppies ever, I think. I think it would be a sad day when you walk into Kettering Leisure Centre and there's not a slush puppy machine. I think sad. you'd be sad on that day. That would be sad. But, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind if I walked in there and there's a slush puppy machine, but the actual stinky slush puppy's not on there. I'll be happy just to not see it. How would you know it's a slush puppy machine? Hopefully it would say the word slush puppy on it. But, then it, but it could be made by anyone. But then it that would make be... you think of the slush puppy, right? Well, yeah, then it's in your mind anyway. Might as well That's be there. I guess they need a new mascot who looks a bit cleaner uh, and looks a bit less rank than that little... Another animal? Maybe another... Maybe, maybe. Slush you... pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> the most disgusting thing. <laughs> thought that even i wouldn't have said it yeah but but and i am a smutty he knew, he, lady he knew you'd like it yeah yeah, yeah. big laugh from angela he knows his audience he knew yeah. you'd absolutely love slush pussy there's not, <laughs> there's not many people he'd say that in front of no that's true launched right into it that's true i didn't say that in front of sir lenny henry yeah yeah that would have played a silence and we would have all we would have all felt sad after the episode <laughs> Oh dear. I think you'd love a slush pussy in a Premier Inn. <laughs> slush pussy in a Premier Inn. Oh, oh God. <laughs> right? I don't know. Oh, it's a good James Bond film. I've never seen a James Bond film. I don't film. know. Octopus is a James Bond film. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, slush pussy. I don't know. I'm trying to join in, but I'm just trying to make it less, less I'm trying graphic. To think of a, how about an animal? I'm, I'm going to try to bring this up. back. How about an animal that should be wet? Like a slush duck. Yeah, but if you say an animal that should be wet, it's going to say slush pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Slush ducky would work. Slush ducky. Oh, slush ducky. I would handle slush ducky. Yeah. And and, and the, the ducky can be called Siggy Pilgrim if you, if you want. I think that's even cooler. But like, you can't yeah. peel a duck. You can't peel a duck. You can, but only once. They'll put you in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got a funny, funny scouse story. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, really funny scouse. Last time I went up there. So you've got to understand, I grew up in North Wales, mm-hmm. that bit strip of North Wales that's, you know, a third scouse, really. Yeah. Real, I went to school in. Oh, man. I had a, you know gig. I had a bad gig there. Did you? Oh, they destroyed me. Really? Yeah, supporting Milton Jones, they absolutely destroyed me. Yeah. Did they? Heckled, the audience? They heckled me to high heaven. Yeah. They didn't, did they? Oh, yeah. They showed me. <laughs> You've never been back. I've never been back. I understand. So, Liverpool yeah. is up the road. Mm-hmm. So, you go to Liverpool for the yeah. night out and all that kind of thing. Last time I went... I went to a big do. It was Jamie Carragher, and um, it was to raise money for uh, I think it was for a local hospice. Could have been a hospice, but anyway, it was this big Lovely. gig at the Titanic Hotel. Have you mm-hmm. been there? Uh-huh. Stunning. Yeah. So about five hundred people had paid money. Uh, Rod Stewart was there. Pixie Lot was singing. Or so, but, so not a huge venue, uh-huh. but a lot of people. So so Rob was there on the next table, and I've known him for like years. Anyway. Part of the thing is you go, don't you? And then you go from table to table and you have selfies and all of that. And everyone's going, hey, wait, come, come 
Comet, Comet. <laughs> uh, it was kind of, uh, we love waters, you know, and all of this. I absolutely loved it. So we'd go round, 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 round. The night's getting longer and longer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. And then it goes to this, and this woman goes, Oh, Carol, Comet, Comet. Oh, it's waters. She's going to the tape. <laughs> she says, Come here, come, come here. So I'm going there, and we're like arm in arm, me and this woman. And she goes, See him there. And she pointed to this bloke on the table who was like, his 30s. She said, she said, you've been in his wank bank for six years. Can he have a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I was going to say there's a lot of questions we can ask about that story, that, but I don't think we will. Nothing we know. I think yeah. I, I think already know the answer to that guy used to wank over. Well, six, six, year, six years is very specific. Yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah, I did have the selfie and told him not to laminate it. <laughs> Right, well, doesn't need to. It's always fine. There we go. That's life. <laughs> that's, um, that's life. That's you life. You should wrap up that anecdote by saying that's life. <laughs> anyway, that's life. It's no one else's life. I told, I told, I told, went over and told song. Rod. He said, "Oh, I've got to go over and shake his hand." I said, "I wouldn't advise." <laughs> Again, it, I'm going a bit scandy. I want a fish platter, mm. but without any bones. Um, okay. You know, bone-free. I don't like bones. I don't mm. like them any circumstances whatsoever. I don't like a bone chicken thigh. Yeah. If I'm cooking a chicken something or other, it's got to be boneless. I'm not having bones. Yeah. And, and Jeff's very bone-phobic because he wants Mr. Ferry when he was five because he got a bone stuck in his throat. What? And it ruined a family holiday and he's never been allowed to forget it or something. So he's... Jenny, give, give me a second with that. You've packed a lot of information to that story there and I've got to imagine it all play out. Jeff is bone phobic yeah. because he missed a ferry when he was five because he yeah. got a bone stuck in his throat. Yeah. Yeah. He's bone phobic. I'm bone phobic because, well, we don't like bones. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jeff prefers food he can mash with a fork and he... Yeah, you know, sure. like that. But is he bone phobic because he got the bone stuck in his throat, or was it specifically because he missed a ferry? It was because he missed a ferry, and, <laughs> and that made his life. Yeah, it made his life difficult for a while because it was a family holiday, and it all got a bit. Oh God! So and then he fo- he's focused on the yeah. bone thing. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. I shouldn't have got the bone stuck in my throat. Yeah, guilt, guilt. Yeah. It's amazing what things you yeah. know. Triggering things when things. you're a child. Yeah. When you're a child, how what an impact it can yeah. have in your life. Yeah. Where was I the ferry going to? I've no idea. Never and was never interested enough to ask. You know, when you're sort of quite interested up to a point, and then you go, "That's enough detail." Yeah. <laughs> so this fish platter will be. Um, there'll be the. the uh, okay, we'll have some smoke. Uh, we'll have salmon, um, mm. and I want it seventies style. You know, when they used to dress a salmon like a fish, right? Yeah. Poached salmon, and I want it with olive eyes and cucumber gills, Lovely. All, properly done. Yeah. You know, pale pink and pretty. I like and a prop. You know, nice. I'm quite fussy about uh, china and plates and things. You know, I'd quite like, you know, the state banquets. I'd quite like to borrow there. I'd like to see what they eat off. Mm. I couldn't do gold, though. I couldn't have metal on a, you know, metal plate. That would annoy me. And I can't eat, you know, when sometimes you're eating a boiled egg and someone's given you a silver spoon, it's a bit tarnished. Mm. It's the worst taste in the world. Yeah. Something I'm very, you know, there's some things, and if cutlery is badly ba- balanced, you know, some people they think they can reinvent cutlery, and yeah. then it'll sort of be weighted in the wrong direction, and whatever you do with it, it's on the floor, and you think, oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> you know, it's just a knife and fork. But I want a classic knife and fork. I want it nice. Yes, classic. And I like nice plates. Yeah. Do you need, you know, fish knives, the flat ones? Yeah. Why are they necessary? Why are they there? But they are there because there was a time in history when people didn't know what to buy each other for wedding presents. <laughs> 
It's as simple as that, really. I think yeah. it was a fish canteen. Yeah, they were called. Yes, but and is it to get the get it off the bone if it's yeah, on I the think bone? It's a so bone you definitely scraper. don't need that for this. No, 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 no. I, I prefer to I'm, uh, be eating some of this with my fingers. That's another, I, you know, that's another reason why I don't go to restaurants. I'm, you know, can be a pig, and I, I have smoked salmon as well. I do love char grilled um, octopus. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. You know, really sticky, really yeah. sticky. I want some lobster in here. Yeah. And I'll have it out of its shell because otherwise I get in a, me a mess, you know, and it all goes under my fingernails. Shell's a bone by a different name. It is. Yeah. You're not shellophobic, you're bonophobic. Uh, but I'm Sorry, bonephobic, not gonna... bonephobic. <laughs> <laughs> you're bonephobic. Bonephobic. I think I've just, I might have just since developed shellophobic. Yeah, I'm bonophobic because well. I got one stuck in my throat in Mr. Train. <laughs> is that true? See, I'm very gullible as well. No, I'm just making her. He said he got joke. a boner stuck in his throat. Yeah, I was just got a boner stuck in his throat. Oh, he was making a, a sort of dick joke. A penis yeah, joke. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm quite yeah, deaf yeah. as well, so I didn't really hear. You had to really enunciate <laughs> yeah. dick jokes properly. He said he was boner phobic. Shout them in my face. So I got this boner stuck yeah. down my throat because I was gobbling on a boner. That's how you have to do it. I'm a, 11 years sober, but I'm going to put some alcohol onto the list because. My drink of choice was a, was a Jaeger bomb, and I miss it dearly. Mm. On a daily basis, I miss that lovely, what's it called, a digestive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we could call a Jaeger bomb a digestive. <laughs> but what I had... Oh, would you care yeah. for a digestive? <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed your Bombs meal. Away. And there was a cheap version of Jaeger bomb called a Jungfrau that you could get if you were doing it at home, which yeah. I sadly did, because there's a reason I don't drink anymore. I drank way too much. But I had this uh, this dream of, like, I didn't go to uni, but had I, I remember researching that at uni, they have like these little beer tasting clubs and things that you can go to in the first week to like <laughs> to huh. be friends with people. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to start one of them, but it'll be specifically for Jaeger bombs that are wow. paired with various different energy drinks. Brilliant. And we'll try all the different drinks. Wow. And I'd make a, like a really glossy like pamphlet with all the, really? all the tasting notes. And, and, yeah, and yeah. how like Monster's different from Red Bull and stuff. And I found the perfect pairing because... And I'm sorry to do this to you, Ben, but this is a naughty word to have on a podcast. Yes. There's an energy drink an, an, an energy drink called Pussy Energy Drink. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they know it's rude because they put a little star over the U. It's yeah, not they even know. like... They, they know. know. They know. I, I thought it was going to be way worse. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. I thought, <laughs> oh, great. Suddenly <laughs> just changed the drink <laughs> completely. Drop something called cunt juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Yeah. No. The... <laughs> There's an energy drink called Pussy, and if you pair it with Jägermeister and yep. Jägerbomb, it tastes exactly like a Marks and Spencer's Percy Pig without a, a deviation. It's a fizzy Percy right, Pig. Jordan, this this is so great, but you can't tell James stuff like that. Yodely. <laughs> <laughs> this is that. This is going to be the end of his life. Oh, man. Are you telling me Percy's in liquid form now? He's I'm absolutely having that. Texting his girlfriend saying, get a crate of pussies. Yeah, listen. <laughs> when we get back, I want to see all the pussy you can get. <laughs> so it's a Percy bomb, is what, if you want to call it. You could call it a pussy pig or you can call it a Percy bomb. I'd go with Percy Yeah, bomb. yeah. Um, and, I'm, and that's what I want to submit. No, we're going with pussy pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Write down pussy pig. Pussy Write pig. down pussy pig. <laughs> because that, that is what it's called. Pussy pig uh, cocktail, I suppose you call it. What is a Jaeger bomb? I mean, it's not... It's, it's a, not... Hmm. I wouldn't say cocktail. Yeah, you're right. But it's not it's not a shot food, either, is it? It's yeah. not a shot, and it's not a mixed. It's not like a mixer. It's not vodka and coke because it is supposed to be downed, which most most yeah. drinks aren't. Yeah, yeah. most yeah. mixed drinks aren't designed to do that. Yeah, most nice. It's sort of got the energy of a shot, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. In I, this um, house, if it tastes like a Percy pig, I, I'd want to be sipping this. I don't want. Perhaps, I don't wanna, perhaps I don't it's a long drink. It. Perhaps it is a long drink. Yeah. With little pink ice cubes and stuff, like really partnering it up with maybe yeah. it's a Marks and Spencer's collab situation. Yeah, yeah. You'd have Which to do a collab. They'd, be, they'd come after you with everything they've got if they yeah. knew that you were marketing your own Percy pig drink. Yeah, but they're not. Also, they're not going to sell a. a Pussy pig at the services, are they? No. Would be good. I'd at least like to sit in on that in that business meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we call it pussy pig or nothing. But like, oh, I mean, it sounds great. Obviously, obviously, it's, it's some yeah, of my streets nice. unreal. Properly used to get me, and it's not something you find anywhere. So you have mm. to make it at home as well. So it's very much a drink to be enjoyed in solids at a friend's barbecue. You can always yeah. show up with the pussy and get their party started. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I think. All Percy pigs are veggie now, aren't they? They are, yeah. But uh, the original veggie Percy pigs with the little green ears, the little green ears. Yeah. Would you? Would you say? So I think they're my favourite Percy pigs. Mm. Where, where do you stand? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a different texture to it. Yeah, to chewy. A, to a chewy gummy, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. You get to recognise them as vegetarians and vegans, like the strawberries. They're a bit harder. Basically, a vegan gummy is a little bit harder. Yeah. Because mm. of the old gelatine and that. You're right. And also, perhaps one of them on a little cocktail umbrella on the top yeah. of it makes lovely. a lovely little yeah, that's sweetie nice. garnish. Yeah, yeah. That, where, that. where do you stand on Percy and Friends? Yeah, yeah. The pals. Sorry. Pals. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Percy and pals. Sorry, he doesn't. I like the story of it. Yeah. I like my... <laughs> What's the story like in your head? I don't think that's, I don't think that's written on the back, is it? Well, he's a globetrotting, isn't he? That's what it's, this globetrotting Percy. That's yeah, yeah. what it says on the front of one of them. Right. And I think that's because the species. Ben's nodding with such yeah, solidarity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> that was so adorable. I think the animals are more exotic. So there's like a zebra, like a... Do you know what the flavour of the Percy pig is? I do, and I shall tell you. But do you want to have a guess of what the actual flavour is? I've got no idea. If it's I can remember, sweet, right, I think from... it's raspberry. You're very close. Strawberry. It's strawberry and kiwi mix. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have got that. I would yeah. not have no got idea. that. No idea. And that's what Percy energy drink is. It's, it's right. literally strawberry and kiwi, which is why it tastes exactly like it. Um, oh, I, right. I have no doubt that a Percy pig contains raspberry or did at some point or some variation think, has raspberry. I think the sheep has raspberry in it. <laughs> yeah. And there's a Coca Cola. The Coca Cola flavored cow yeah, is my yeah, favorite. That's of the, the best one. It's the best of the pals. <laughs> it's the best. There is that is without question. In fact, I'm, I could even retro engineer my cocktail to just be a Jaeger bomb and Coke with one of those. Sweet cola flavored cows on the top. That'd be just as happy with that. Yeah, I'd it love just... a bag of just the cows. If, if if Mark yeah. or Spencer are listening, I would love it <laughs> if we had a bag of just the cows. Well, they do the drink now, right? There's a Percy Pig soda that oh, they well, sell that in Marks and Spencer's. Fucks everything up. Sorry to no, swear. No, no, it won't be boozy like yours. It won't be no, boozy. But I mean, yeah. it's it's the same general idea. A virgin Pussy Pig is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, God, that's not. <laughs> The watch sales plummet. Yeah. <laughs> what did they call it that? Oh, I've bought a bottle of this virgin pussy pig. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> nowhere near that. <laughs> uh, that's right up my street, though. Gonna do a wee. Did you make any noises when, we, when you were eating this carbonara? It was a lot of like, oh, mm. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> would you use that in your acting? Say you're in a scene where you're eating an, an amazing meal. Would you put? Would you imagine the carbonara when you're eating it? Would you yeah. go method with the carbonara? It's like smell the fart acting. It's like oh my god, like <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> something like a really like important moment, like a yeah. like revelatory moment for characters. Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just thinking of pasta. Yeah. Oh my god, can I get more parmesan? No, sorry, Paul. You you said <laughs> parmesan out loud. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would think about like food memories if I had to do a sex scene. Food memories. 
because <laughs> I think about really delicious food yeah. and how I felt about it. But then that's not going to be sexual, so I'm not going to... Because I wouldn't want to be in a sex scene Thinking and go, I'm going to have to draw from sex. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then worst thing could happen and then uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. my life's over. And then yeah. somebody's throwing cream on your penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah, yeah. cream from all angles and it's yeah. not nice. Yeah. So I think I would want to think of delicious food I've had so that my face is showing my yeah. absolute pleasure and ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. But everything downstairs is completely chilled can, out. Yeah, chill, yeah. It's just happy as Larry. I mean, I was yeah. doing a sex scene, I have to say. Can we get an ashtray? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one of the things that was deleted from Cinderella, actually. Uh Sex scene. The mouse was having sex and they turned into a human halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> so they changed the PG rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was pretty bad. When, what was the reaction of the person in, that you were having sex with in the scene? Well, remember, I was a mouse at the beginning, so it was another mouse. <laughs> oh, oh, well, so they exploded. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, l- luckily... They died. <laughs> luckily, I just... <laughs> 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 to the director's car. They cut that out from the film. They were like, it was too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not real. But uh, my, my 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 reaction, my acting was so good. Yeah. <laughs> the director pulled you aside. He's like, James, I'm so sorry. It was an amazing performance. <laughs> yeah. Of you having sex with a mouse, but we just we couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't have it on there. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was thinking of favorite foods while yeah, I was yeah. doing that scene. Nice. At the beginning, I was thinking of cheese because that's a mouse's favorite food. And then yeah. I was thinking of method. ice cream when I was a human. Method yeah. acting. Yeah. 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 Very, I'm very method. <laughs> we won't ask you about shooting sex scenes because I'm sure you've been asked it a million yeah. times I mean I'm always thinking about food during sex scenes yeah yeah it's my got it it's, it's an exclusive that's what I think about right? yeah yeah well my next question was um, do you twizzle or suck but it was relating <laughs> to the pasta <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god um We've told this on the podcast before, and it's another story that doesn't go anywhere. But, like, you know, when we were in New York, Ed and I, we, we walked ages to go to this pie place, and yeah. then it was shut. But, like, all we could think about was how much we wanted some of that sweet American pie. Mm. Not like the film. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't doing that. I was going to say, that's what, that's what I was thinking. We weren't yeah. doing that with the Trotting pie. Trotting across New York. He couldn't wait <laughs> to get to that sweet American pie. I thought it was, I thought it was a cultural tradition there. <laughs> I got chucked out the shop pretty quickly. <laughs> Get out of here. That film, man. <laughs> what a film. We had to talk about that with Brett Goldstein recently. Yeah. He, asked, he asked us what the uh, most... Brett Goldstein does a film podcast. Mm. So he, we did a mashup for Comic Relief with, with uh, the food podcast. Mm. He asked us the, what's, what's, what's the most arousing meal. meal in a film is. And I said, just like when he fucks the pie. <laughs> I might have said it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was mad because I was 13 years old and watching a, a, sex, a sex film. <laughs> yeah, but there was a film. pie there. Even when, huh? You weren't 13 going, oh, that's that's sex. Hey, as far as I knew with that, I, mean, I, I, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> I, 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 I probably know what to do with a pie more than yeah. a person. But James, James grew up in Kettering, so the only apple pie he could lay his hand on was a McDonald's one. And he, oh. he really burnt himself. Oh. Boiling, boiling hot. <laughs> to kingdom come. Like I'm, I'm only just getting better now. I'm going to have some beef suya as my side dish. It's probably more of a snack or a starter, but it's definitely not a main. And I think because the main that I've chosen, the beans, it's quite kind of simple. It's quite restrained. There's no meat on it. Suya, for those that do not know, is a kind of like addictively fiery barbecued beef that's kind of like 
traditionally sold by like the roadside and kind of like little kind of outdoor grills in Nigeria. It's not it's northern Nigerian in origin, and it's in this dry spice rub, which is called yaji specifically or suya spice. And that has got peanuts in it. So it's kind of mixed with like ground peanuts with kind of dried pepper, it's like chili pepper. It's got some ginger in there. And it is like the most addictive thing you have ever had in your life. Genuinely, it's out of control. There's something about the combination of like sweet roasted peanuts and kind of quite intense heat with like charred strips of like a beef or you can have it with, with chicken. You get it in newspaper when you go to, um, if you have it traditionally in like Nigeria and it's kind of, you know, it's quite primal. You're ripping mm. it out of the paper with your hands, a cold beer as well. And I think that would be a good little matchup. And it's and it's the sort of thing. It is one of my absolute favourite um, Nigerian dishes. And I think I write in the book that the first time I tried it actually was some that had been smuggled into the country by by a relative who had like frozen it I, I still don't really know how they did it frozen it like in like a tin or something like it, hidden it in their bag so that like escape detection and then got it to the UK and then it kind of defrosted and then they sort of like gave it to us and I mean, you know, the fact that I'm still eating this, like, yeah. it's, you know, like when it's kind of essentially been in someone's suitcase. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. And it's it's a really, really good dish. Um, yeah. Oh, it sounds great. Even if it hasn't been mulled into the country, it's still places tastes you good. Can get it in the yeah, there's really, really good. I think you can get it all over. And there's a place that delivers nationally, actually, called Alaji Suya, which I would massively recommend. They're in Peckham and they've got like, they've got a couple of locations, but they've got a main one in Peckham. And the, yeah, they're. They're really, really good. They use really tender meat. They yaji. Their spice is like they give you an extra little baggie of it for the <laughs> for the hardcore. Um, and uh, I would also recommend Chishiru, which is like quite an acclaimed restaurant that's in London by a chef called uh, Jocker Bakare, and she does like really nice bavette steak like with the spicing on top so that's like a little sort of like edging towards bougie version of it but this still is delicious we were gonna go um, there once yeah were we yeah before uh i think it was before covid yeah we booked in it Brixton. to go and yeah I think, yeah i think we were gonna uh-huh. go there and then it and then okay. everything, everything you should got go shut. she's amazing yeah she's such a good cook and like it's funny because I've, I've I've eaten suya on TV shows and also like spicy dishes as well. And it is a weird thing, isn't it? Where I feel like I do like spice, but I don't know if it likes me as much yeah, yeah. as I like it. Like there's a really growing body of evidence of me just like sweating <laughs> and just looking like, what are you doing? Like, just like, you know, I don't know. Like, and uh, it was funny, like growing up because a lot of my friends would have that thing of like, wanting to get the hottest curry and mm-hmm. you know when nando's kind of arrived and I'd, I'd be sort of like ribbed for like oh if i went for if i didn't go extra hot at nando's and i think growing up with food that could be quite hot and with like a lot of spice and stuff i just didn't really understand that kind of real oh god you gotta get the hottest one it's got yeah. but like but yeah i don't know how are you guys with are you, are you spice, i love it spice love boys it. absolutely yeah. love it but i wouldn't it's certainly not for any uh, sort of masculine mm. proof reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely love it. Like as long as there's as long as the flavours there. Yeah. yeah. And that, and they're married together. Brilliant. 
Yeah. yeah. Delicious. I, I, if there's no flavour, it's just really hot. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Just kind of like a blunt heat. Yeah. I like it to take to take me to the absolute edge. Oh, man. Yeah. And when I start I think, sweating and getting tingly. Yeah, tingly yeah. Head, I think that's I like. part of it, isn't it? It's almost like physical. Like there's another like, other end of the spectrum in terms of cuisine but um thai uh, there's a few like speedboat bar i don't we, know if you've been we there went, yeah, yeah. Did you oh, that's, an, that's another there. place i went i went and then the next week i went back with him because <laughs> yeah. that, the one dish at speedboat bar where they were like uh do you like hot food <laughs> like yes and it came and it got me so close to the edge oh man but i i know when i've gone over the edge because i start hiccuping Right, and I just right. started to get that's the hiccups. Your, the Chinese, sauce, the Chinese sausage and the mustard green oh, salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. The the prawn ceviche stuff there was mm. off the chain. Yeah. I, I really want those again. It's so... And I, I remembered after... We were talking about them the other day, and how mm. much we liked the, the food there. And then I remembered the drink that I had that me and Jamie Dimitri ordered. Yeah. And it was like that... It was that... Beer. Jelly beer. Jelly like, beer. Oh, as well. yeah, it yeah, yeah. Like a frozen beer yes. that had, like, ginger and honey in it. Yeah. Holy hell. Oh, baby. Like, that, that that's a dangerous drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got gulping that down like it was juice. <laughs> I was all ready to be oh, yeah. angry at that restaurant because it used to be the Taiwanese Yes. Place, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I loved. Which the Bao guys did. Yeah, which is, like, the, the most beautiful space. restaurant I've ever seen. But, yeah, yeah. But Zoo, was it? Zoo? Yeah, yeah that's Zoo, it, yeah. yeah. It was... Just a stunning meal. Yeah. Like, but that is, everything is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Proper sort of pulse pounding. I think when you do it, you're like, because Plaza Cow Gang, the, um, the kind of precursor to that, which is in Arcade, below centre point. Mm-hmm. And that was my, like, you know, and they bring out little sort of, like afterwards you have these little like milk, like mm. little, almost like little shots of like pink milk that are kind of meant to like tame the spice type thing. But you know, when you're just like... <laughs> I want more, and people look at you, and they're like, "You sure you want more, mate?" You, don't look well. you sort of look like. I don't know if it's a good idea, like yeah, but um, yeah, it's so addictive, and yeah, like Suya definitely ticks that box for me. It's just such a, it's such a rush. It's kind of like you know, to the point where there is a little bit of a thing in Nigeria, especially and in like Nigerian culture, where it's a bit like. And my mum's a little bit like, what is in that stuff? Like, she finds it a little bit kind of, she's not sure she's about suspicious. it. She's suspicious. And there's all these rumours about various kind of, you know, um, I think that, I, I, I mean, I did write a piece about it. There's various rumours of, like, it being almost like a bit of a natural Viagra type right, thing. Okay, like, yeah. that there's kind of, like, weird sort of... Um, <laughs> added things in there. So just be aware of that yes. before you have some. So where can you order this from? Yeah. <laughs> Also, those rumours are started by someone who was eating suya and got a boner, right? That, 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 that's just like, that's the person who started that rumour. Yeah. Must be the suya. So, uh, natural Viagra, guys. It's not that I'm, I'm hard as a rock here. Not that I'm an unstoppable pervert. Yeah. <laughs> it was the suya. You didn't actually have any of the suya. <laughs> it's Steve-O's bucket list special. And what's extra exciting about this conversation is that it's the very first formal promotion for this special mm-hmm. that, that that I've done yet. And I don't even know what the messaging is. <laughs> I can tell you that it, I'm positive that this special will not be on Netflix or HBO or any other legitimate platform which presents comedy specials because it is 
actually triple X rated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I, our, our friends are working on it. Uh, and they've, one of them has told me one of the things that you've got to do. And that's well, I don't done. have to do it. it it's been no, done. That you that's... have decided to do. Yeah. yeah like, like, and it... I'm like, there's no way that, obviously, that's not going to be on any legit <laughs> yeah, platform. Like, part of this project and this special, in this special, like, I actually blow a load. I, I yes. fully eja- not only do yeah. I not only do I ejaculate on yeah. camera, but naked with another man strapped to my back. But I do so simultaneously as I fall out of an airplane at 15,000 feet in the air. Yeah, like that's the most ambitious, like absurd, and uh, I mean, it's just challenging. Because you try and jack off to completion in a tiny little airplane. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I think I, I'd be too. I'd be too worried that because, as far as I understand it, with that, and um, you, have you you, fil- you filmed that already? That's, yeah, like oh. the, the, and that's the, called skyjacking, right? That the, one's called skyjacking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just to be sure. My thing that I'd be most concerned about is that, as far as I understand, when you ejaculate, it's as you jump out the plane. Yeah, which I would be quite worried that when I do that, that means I just haven't got my wits about me, and I'm going to get everything wrong. Well, I mean, when you've got the other guy strapped to your yeah, back, he's like, you don't have to though. do anything. But he's mm. got your jizz flying up in his that's face. Yeah. And that, that's what I'd be worried the about. Blow, the blowback. Is, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely caught some, some uh, what, what do you call it, uh, crossfire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. But I think if you're agreeing to do that, you're not going to be mean, bothered dude, by it was, a bit of jizz like, in your it face, wasn't, right? Oh, yes, it he, wasn't he, just challenging logistically. I mean, it was challenging to get the coverage. Thank God we had the camera in the right spot on the outside of the plane to really get the money shot. It's arguably the biggest success of my entire career. For yeah. how challenging it was, because because yeah. consider this. I'm sorry like, for laughing, David. Obviously, I agree yeah, with you, but like but it's, no, it's very funny. I, I I found out that I was already in the airplane. That's when I found out that. Uh, I, I I needed to time the ejaculation within a very precise window of two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that that's counterintuitive to like why like yeah. how's that? But come to learn that Let's if, if we <laughs> if if we fall out of this airplane at any other time, then we miss the drop zone. Right. There's a very distinct uh, area yeah. that we have to land in. Yeah. And we're only over that. The two minutes is that all you got. Yeah. So for that, now that's precision. I'm yeah. doing the most challenging thing and it has to be precisely and, uh, like, never mind finding the company that was okay with doing this under their <laughs> banner. Sure. The individual who was uh, actively strapped to my back. Yeah. And now for the biggest challenge of all to tell a story in such a fashion that it makes a theater full of more than 1,000 people find it permissible, not just to watch me jack off to completion, mm-hmm. but to watch it joyfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... And, do, and I did that. I pulled that off. That's a feat. Like yeah. that, that, that's well, the, but when it comes to the craft of stand-up comedy and storytelling, yeah. like, like I think that's the testimony that I have for the last 13 years of persistently performing Mm-hmm. I have developed the craft to a point of mastery where in Alabama, thousands of people are watching me jack off and they're okay with that. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> I think anyone going to one of your shows, um, I'd be surprised if they weren't. I'd be surprised if they go to see Steve-O in 2023 and they, and they stand up and go, oh, this is too far. I'm going home. This I mean, is, please, yeah. steve well, but, but well, here's my that. question about skyjacking. We, we should ask you questions about food, but I do have questions yeah. about sure. you jacking off and jumping out of a plane. So, um, 
So you know that there's a specific time you've got to yeah. jump out and that you've got to there's ejaculate at a, that point. Yeah, there's there's a green light on the when on on the thing where the, the green light goes on and that indicates it's okay to jump. So this, so the green light, but for you the green light means it's okay to jizz. Yeah, exactly. And and the green light's only going to be on mm. for two minutes. Yeah. And that's the window. So when I found this out, yeah, I think maybe this answers your question. I said, give me one minute's notice before that light comes on. Yeah, because and, and, and what's that for? Are you going well, right? I've got a, I've got to think about. Were you thinking about a certain thing that you I, knew? I had a portable DVD player <laughs> taped down, queued up to a particularly salacious moment in a film. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. Cameron Diaz walks in in the mask. <laughs> The mask? No, no, something about Mary, where the guy's yeah, yeah. got the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you was watching the Ben Stiller scene. Yeah, that's all. Being like, that's yeah. all the guy strapped to your back was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, I bet you'll get better. But the, the reason for all of this, I, I've been performing live comedy now for 13 years. Yeah, you know, like just grinding in in comedy clubs, and I I, I started 2010, mm-hmm. and over the course of these 13 years my comedy's improved and it's become a multimedia experience. Like at first it was just me and a microphone. That was my first comedy special. My second comedy special was me and a microphone and footage of the stories I told edited in, in post-production to illustrate the stories Mm -hmm. in a multimedia fashion. Mm -hmm. But the footage was not with me on tour. Now for this third show, which is the bucket list, I filmed everything so the the footage could come with me on tour and the footage had to be shit that's not allowed on jackass that was my my deal i'm gonna set my sights for like forbidden stunts Mm -hmm. and the forbidden stunts were very clear i had the idea for skyjacking for the last 20 years (laughs) every time skydiving ever came up in conversation i would never fail to say that my idea of skydiving yeah yeah and um and, and then there's like, God, the, the things I did for this show, like life-threatening, flagrantly illegal. For example, I got a medical professional yeah. to administer stolen general anesthesia drugs into an IV in my vein yeah. while I was riding a bicycle through a field. <laughs> and that, it, like, it, the, this medical professional in disguise, I mean, it is just so illegal. It's what like, was that disguise? Uh, they were wearing a hazmat suit with the <laughs> yeah. face all like pulled. And yeah, yeah you couldn't. But then uh, we got another medical professional dressed as a clown, mm-hmm. which was kind of appropriate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and he put a four inch needle into my spine and injected a drug into my spinal cavity, which rendered me paralyzed while I was in a full sprint. <laughs> Yeah, and that was before uh, my buddies conducted experiments to determine just how paralyzed I was. So that yeah. one is so nuts. Actually, <laughs> after that one, I, I found myself paralyzed on the ground sobbing because I was just, tears of joy were flowing because it's so hard for me to raise the bar from where it's at. Yeah. And like that was sure. such a profound success that I, it brought me to tears. <laughs> I'll tell you what really it, it, why it reminds me as well, because it's that winter feeling of having toffee apples. Oh, mm, yeah. So imagine that toffee apple taste of mm-hmm. the sweetness of the apple, with a little shot of brandy, pastry. That's childhood. That's childhood. That is, that is childhood. The shot of Like brandy. fireworks night. 
There it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I think that was one of the definitely. Toffee apples and fireworks night. Nostalgia, that's the bit. What's that's your opinion on of Guy Fawkes? If you go, go into loose women mode and give an opinion on Guy Fawkes. Well, I'm not great on the history. He burnt down the place, didn't he? He tried to. He tried to. He tried to. He got burn. busted. Yeah, so he's a naughty boy. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, everyone has different um, emotional needs and people in different places in their life. And we're not sure exactly where Guy Fawkes was, even though, you know, we have a story, but we, we haven't spoken direct to him, so it's hard to really judge. However, from the evidence, I would say what he was doing was absolutely terrible. <laughs> Great. Very balanced, very measured. Balanced. You've used yeah. the evidence. Yeah. They chopped his knob off when they caught him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why his knob, though? <laughs> well, teach him a lesson yeah. straight away, right? But he wasn't setting up, like setting fire to the places with his dick, was he? <laughs> Unless he needed a clinic or something. What the hell was going on there? <laughs> well, you imagine him setting fire to places with his dick. How are you imagining that? Is he shooting flames out of his dick, or is he striking his dick against a, a rough surface like a match? And then I feel like, like he's like... just shooting the flames out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bun, 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 bun. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. That's why I feel like he's like, oh. yeah. So like, quick, we got to chop his dick off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it was in the moment. They didn't just see him try to set fire to it and just chop his dick off straight away. I think they arrested him and they were like torturing him and stuff. Yeah. But why the dick? What about his hands? It's his hands. His, his dick's not going to get up, go and walk over to a match and light it, is it? Yeah, but I don't think it was a preventative measure to stop him setting fire to anything else. I think they'd caught him <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't, <laughs> right, let's see you set fire to anything else. Uh, I'll chop your dick off. It was like, we've caught you and now we're going to just torture you. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I suppose that would be the worst form of torture for any man. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. I wonder if one of the people who caught him was an ex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're going, oh, I've got an idea. Yeah. Why don't we yeah. chop his dick off? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah? Do you know what I mean? You never yeah. came and threw a stone at my window, so hey, yeah. I'm going to make you have no dick. <laughs> Forget trying to burn down the place and, yeah. call, you know, causing devastation. What about the devastation you caught to my heart? Yeah. So thought. Do you know what I mean? You set me on fire and never came back. Bitch. So I'm going to chop your dick off. That's probably what they thought. Yeah. And gathered all the men together. And they all were like, yes, yes, yes. I bet he was gutted when he saw that. Oh, who's side what, of my his face? dick rolling yeah. on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he was gutted then. Yeah, yeah. I was jumping yeah. ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd be gutted when he saw the people decided his fate and one of them was his ex. Oh, yeah. I know where this is headed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry he saw his dick rolling on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think he literally was gutted. Literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next yeah. Of the torture. There's yeah. a lot of things. But start with chopping the dick off. Best place to start. That's best place to start. But that's, but that's why... You know, traditionally, uh, like we, you eat toffee apples on bonfire night because the the stick's meant to represent his dick. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like toffee apple. Yeah, well, you're eating the apple apples yeah. night. So, what is the apple? What is the apple represent? I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like eating the apples. <laughs> And also, I've still got this basket of beautiful bread. Yeah, you're dipping. Yeah, and the the, the basket is a uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a hole. There's a hole underneath. 
underneath the, the basket, so it's constantly refilled. Oh, I thought you were going to do the popcorn trick on someone, but with a bread basket. <laughs> popcorn trick. Hand up the popcorn. Nearly. Knob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my knob. My knob's going through the table. What, in the bread? Well, this is what I was confused about. It's the only time I've ever heard anyone. <laughs> knob going through the table. I that wish. Is, that is <laughs> In the butt, in the bread. You said you cut a hole in the bottom of the bread which, basket, which we still need to. I'm no, putting no, a button on that to loop back to what you're talking yeah. about. So, but put a hole in the bottom of the bread basket. Cut yeah. a hole in the bottom of the bread basket. And I've only ever heard people doing that <laughs> with this disgusting popcorn trick. Yeah. Where they cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn, they sit their knob through it, and then they offer someone some popcorn, and the person goes right yeah, down the... to the bottom for the good stuff, and then they they they, they, they touch their dick. Popcorn's on the lap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's but the bread basket's in the middle of the table. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. You go, you go. Maybe you're crawling under the table. My friends are getting a bit. They're looking for. Your brothers, fish. to be fair. Yeah. Okay, my brothers. Or, or one of the shapes. <laughs> We're fishing for a bit of focaccia. Focaccia. Yeah. They, just, they might grab a knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you put some sun-dried tomatoes on it to disguise it. Yeah. Bit of rosemary. John. So you know, you know my knob. <laughs> But it's it's low light. It's low light. It's low light. It's a low light, light restaurant. Oh, yeah. You've you can't see a thing, actually. Yeah, you, you, can't know, see, you, you wouldn't know you're not in low light. It's into your hands there. You can't yeah. see a thing. You're increasing yeah. their appetite. The yeah, Japanese but... say yes. that low light... Oh, I light, can see why this is stressful, now, actually. Low light um, reduces your ability to recognise your brother's knob. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I say. Oh, good God. The Japanese say, if you turn the lights down low... I wouldn't really. I'm You're able like, to camouflage your knob in a What if they're all doing it then, as a laugh? Catch <laughs> <laughs> what if we're all doing it as a You're laugh? All, all you, like, we've, all, we've all thought it'd be funny to do it. So, <laughs> do you all do it at, at different times throughout no, the no, evening? No, so, all at once, time. you go to do it and you have to stuff all of your knobs through the same hole at the same time yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. bread basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of jostling for position. Yeah, but we don't know each other doing it. And then at the same time... <laughs> and, then, and then you all reach for some focaccia and end up grabbing each, yeah, each other's knobs. Yeah. Each other's knobs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, best case scenario, it. you grab your own knob, right? But Yeah, or best case yeah. scenario. Yeah, best case. Best case You'd be relieved. Yeah. You'd be relieved. Uh, you'd be relieved. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, the bread's there. So what uh, do you mean? Point being, get the bread, dip it in the, um, in the onion soup. Yeah, and then also, if I John, may, John, I do need to look back. Why does a hole in the bottom of the basket mean that the bread keeps refilling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in my mind, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a baker uh, below us, just keeps funneling it up. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. more realistic than what I was saying, apparently. <laughs> well, <but> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we keep emptying. Surely, we'll keep fall, emptying. surely the bread rolls would fall out the bottom. Is what Benito's saying? Is that if you cut a hole in the bottom? There's a baker funneling them up, but surely Focaccia's going to be constantly tumbling back down the hole and blo- blocking the tube. This baker's having a nightmare. There's, a, there's a portcullis. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he releases. So every time it's empty, every time the basket's empty, yeah. yes. he opens the portcullis, shoves the bread up, shuts the portcullis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he you better hope you don't put your knob in there if there's a portcullis. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. The pork Yeah, all you and all your brothers, the entire male yeah. line dies in one night. 
Cocks in the basket. I mean, I'm reading this for the first time, everyone listening, and there's a whole section called burp. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we should be ashamed of ourselves putting this shit out into the world every single week. What? I mean, we shouldn't be able to do a whole category of our best of that is called burp that follows the category called filth. So it's, it's pretty, pretty sad. But listen, 2023, according to Benito, has been the year of the burp. <laughs> We've with guests belching in the studio and one guest asking what is burp let's hear from judy love jenny eclair and paul foot i think the only time i've ever spoke to you about food is just knowing that you like nando's that's it i do like nando's but my fa- i think i like nando's a quick thing with the kids but yeah. my favorite i think one of my favorite west indian food is oxtail mm. i love an oxtail yeah. it's got to be cooked really well mm. It's got to be succulent and just drop off the bone, sweet and nice. Mm. Nando's is not, it would definitely not be my, you know, if I, that that one amazing meal. No. Yeah, this but is the dream remember meal, the yeah. conversation we had. At two- <laughs> 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 what happened there, <laughs> The gas from the, from the spark. <laughs> I was trying to not belch. <laughs> I was trying to catch it. I was, trying, I was trying to not burp. Yeah. So <laughs> you chose mic. to do that so instead. So I was trying to hold it yeah. in. <laughs> and it just, what did my face look like? I missed I was. I turned around and I just heard a honk. Yeah. Did well, you see my face? Yeah, your eyes closed and your bottom lip went over your top lip. <laughs> and, and then you kind of blew upwards into your face. <laughs> you burped in your own face? Yeah. yeah. I was trying to hold it. It's very this diet coke i was trying to hold the belch because it would have came out i can't even, i can't even belch silently because i've got a yeah. mouth, the mic in my mouth so i was trying to hold it and then it just forced its way out yeah well you got away with it judy well done i'm glad we filmed this now yeah oh yeah. my lord <laughs> you, you'll see what your face looked like <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go back for more. <laughs> yeah, straight in. Mount two. Do it again. So chapel down if you're listening. That's what happens when she has bubbles. <laughs> it's a great setting. Do you need to do an advert for you? You want Lady Backers to come down to the vineyard and burp in her own face? <laughs> oh, lady Backers. Lady Back. They might. They might say copyrights. Lady Backers. But I. Did, <laughs> lady Backers. Because there is Backers. How can I say? it? Backshot. Yeah. Lady Backshot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lady Backshot. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she could say it. Backshot's the opposite lady, of a face burp. Lady, yeah. <laughs> lady Backshot. She'd be like Backshot, but it's, yeah. It is the opposite, isn't it? My gosh, Ed. Wow. 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 <laughs> Just loving every second of this, Judy. Just enjoying such a good time. Enjoying ourselves. The the um, older and wider audience know us better than to do that. What they know that we are. uh, I'm. 
excuse me, sorry, Diet Coke. <laughs> and I don't burp, but I did tiny one then. Um, coleslaw. We are big coleslaw fans. So the oh. other side dish I was going to um, suggest was a celeriac remoulade. Oh, lovely. Which yeah. is a posh version posh coleslaw. of coleslaw. Yeah. Excuse me, now I'm burping. This is great. This is, <laughs> I, I absolutely stop. love it. <laughs> and I don't burp. No, no, you don't. No, um, no, 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 no. Just, so, just, 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 just now, just now. A million times on a podcast. <laughs> but I, I, I'm in good health. Congratulations. But yeah. I have one weird thing about me, which is not really a health thing. And I only really realised eight months ago. But I used to, if I had like sparkling water or anything sparkling, like sparkling cherry cola and things like that yeah. then i would go all all bloated inside uh. and then if i had like all rich food i would have to go to the like the loo and it'd have to release it in a really violent way that sounded <laughs> like i was being sick yeah. one time i was at the dorchester hotel having one of those michelin star meals yeah. we talked about yeah and then i and then i said show me where the loo is please it's all very polite yeah. who's this way please thank you so much sir and all that stuff <laughs> Then I went in, and there was, like, some really rich people in the loo. Yeah. It's the Dorchester. And I just went, <laughs> like, Or, like, a vomiting sound. But it's like yeah. a vomit sound. Yeah. But it isn't. Yeah. But it's like all the gas coming out all violently. Wow. Anyway, and I couldn't work out what it was. And I thought it was because I'm swallowing air as I'm eating, eating too quickly, and kind of air's going in. But anyway, then suddenly I was having a conversation with a friend a few months ago, and he said something about, um, oh, I just did a little burp there. And then I said, what is burp? What? I just said, I said, what is burp? Because I didn't really know what burp was. I didn't know. I'd heard the word, but I didn't know what burp was, you see. And then I discovered that um, you can burp either loudly, like little whoop burp, or silently. But the point is, I realised that never in my whole life have I ever burped, ever. I've never burped. I didn't know what it was. So uh, I've been training myself in burping because I looked it up online and it's quite rare what I've got. Yeah. It's quite rare, but you can have it done by, um, under general anaesthetic, you have to have Botox injected into your sort of like down in the mouth. In your down, throat. Down in the throat, that bit. Yeah, yeah to but, help you burp. To help you because it opens it up and then you can burp after that. But I was trying to do training because I saw an internet video of a man trying to do a burp and one time after brushing my teeth I managed to get my mouth all full of that little toothpaste then I managed to do a belch and I have been able to more recently do like release all the gas in like the vomity way but less loudly yes. than before like I'd be on aeroplanes and yeah. like the cabin crew would say are oh, you all right what's going on yes but, but anyway, so you could. So the problem is that you're getting all that gas in there, but you'd have no way of releasing it other than this weird vomit sound. I can't release it other yeah. than the weird vomit sound. Yeah. Mm. But then, strangely enough, two weeks ago, and I hadn't even eaten or anything. Uh-huh. I've been doing all this training, you see, and then I was just changing a record on my record player, and suddenly I did a burp, and that's the first one in my whole life. But I haven't done one since. That was about three weeks ago. Why? But there's maybe a hope that yeah. I. Yeah. And the next step would be another burp, and the next step after that would be a silent burp, which yeah. is like, that's like a real pipe dream to me <laughs> at the moment. Like, I'm more likely to be in Panto with Christopher Biggins than, than sure. that. Not that I want to. No, you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's <laughs> unlikely, but it's still... So yeah. anyway, so um, so that's, that's that's why, for that reason, I would have this still water. Yeah. So the last oh, thing I need is more more bubbles inside me because of that 
thing. It's got a fancy name for it. Really not being able to burp. Yes, and and you can have it done, but you have to have it done privately. Mm. And it costs about £4,000 or something. But what concerns me is that, you know, you've got to find... It's privately, and you've got to find someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, It's not like the NHS when... With the NHS, you can have something done on the NHS for free, and if it goes wrong, you can then just live with it for the rest of your life. <laughs> but tell everyone and just say, you know, you know the NHS, they let me down. There's been so many cuts, so many cuts in the NHS. It's a disgrace. It's been running to the ground. Uh, I went through a routine operation on my hip. I've been in agony ever since. I had a routine operation to check something to do with my gallbladder. I've been, uh, I've been incontinent ever since, and I can't have sex anymore. It's a disgrace. That's, uh, uh, that's what's happening in the NHS. And after it, uh, they paid me just £15,000 compensation. It's not much, is it? Considering I've lost my sex life, I've lost my, I've lost my sex drive, I've lost my, I've lost my ability to, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if it's private, you know, you've got, you can't do that. No, no. So it's best to make sure they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought, why didn't I just train myself to do it? It must be possible. I mean, if, if you've done it where you were changing the record or your record player, that's a good start. Yeah. Maybe you remember what the album was you were listening to, the music. Maybe that helps. Maybe it relaxed you. Vivaldi, was it? Certainly not. No, it was uh, J.S. Bach. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have been listening to Vivaldi. Uh, <laughs> Talk about second rate. <laughs> That's like the most insulting thing you can say. The yeah, idea I was going to listen to Vivaldi <laughs> in my own home, like in my private sanctuary. When I finally got into my own home, done a complete sweep of the whole house, checked that Ed Gamble isn't there <laughs> in anywhere in the home, and I can just relax. Yeah. The idea I'm going to put Vivaldi on and then burp, well, it's... It's insulting. <laughs> I'm apologi- yeah, I apologise. I apologise. That's all right, James. Well, there we are. I, I mean, that's genuinely the end of the best of, is the, is the burping. But as ever, we end our best of episodes with the annual poppadoms or bread complication. That's what Benito's written. Is it in complication with a full stop afterwards? We'll be back with a new series in the new year. And yes, we will be releasing the episodes from the live tour. Oh, no, actually, I'll say it in the... Tone the Benito we've yeah. written in. Yeah. And yes, we will be releasing the episodes of the live tour. Bye! Bye! Jenny Claire, Pablo's okay, opera. Okay, right. That was, um, Got a that was a big one, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's, we're in the studio. Is it called plosive? Yes. Yes. Oh, you did a, a very plosive P then, and yeah. I, I got some of it in my face. Yes. <laughs> Pablo's opera. Pablo's opera, fan Brady. Pablo's opera. Pop-ups are dead. Pop-ups are dead. Pop-ups are dead. I just say pop-ups are dead. That's the first pop-ups are dead of the... That's the first pop-ups are dead. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Pop-ups are bread. Pop-ups are oh bread, Joe God. Cornish. Pop-ups are bread. Well, I'm a bread. Pop-ups are bread. Pop-ups are bread, Jimmy Famarewa. Pop-ups are bread. Pop-ups are bread. Pop-ups are bread, Kyle. Pop-ups are bread. Bread. Pop-ups are bread. Pop-ups are bread, Nick Frost. Pop-ups are bread. I'd never... Who would ever... I mean, I think it all will be revealed when I... But, yeah, the bread, not poppadom. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms or bread, Lily Allen? Poppadoms or bread? Uh, mm. It's toughy, isn't it? That's why you've asked it. Yeah. <laughs> the tough questions. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms or bread, Ross Noble? Poppadoms or bread? I was... Uh, when you see poppadoms or bread, yeah. are you referring to the Carla Lee and sitcom? 
Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread? Aren't they, Parks? Pub-lobs or bread? Bread. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, AJ, do-do? Pub-lobs or bread? I go in Pub-lobs. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Harriet Kemsley? Pub-lobs or bread? Obviously been looking forward to that for a while. Yeah. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread? It's like a hot bread. Pub-lobs or bread? Bread, spread. We're going through the Irish door and we're going to have some soda bread. Eat this Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Paul Mescal? Pub-lobs or bread? I always thought I'd be ready for that. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, V. Shearsmith? Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread? Yes. Oof. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Steve-O? Pub-lobs or bread? bread. Yeah. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread? Team Jimbo? Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Carrie Adloy? Pub-lobs or bread? I've got a request. Yeah? Can I have a pan of chocolate? Yes. Oh, my God. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Carol Vorderman? Definitely not Pop-a-doms. Because they are just like congealed dust. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Alex Jones? Pub-lobs or bread? I can't even believe it's a question. Pub-lobs or bread? Pub-lobs or bread, Graham Thompson? Pub-lobs or bread? Pop-a-doms or bread? Yeah. Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, Jordan Gray? Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-a-doms. Yeah. Wait, hang on. No, bread. I do apologize. I know you didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Deep down, I like you. <laughs> yeah. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Paul Foot? Pop-a-dums or bread? Oh, Pop-a-dums or bread? Mm. Pop-a-dums? Pop-a-dums or bread? <laughs> Pop-a-dums or bread, Yota Matodengi? Pop-a-dums or bread? Uh, I didn't know that was I was going to ask this question. Of course, bread. Who eats Pop-a-dums? Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Nick Mohammed? Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums, James. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Papa, I'll see you do. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Angela Barnes? Pop-a-dums or bread? Bread, obviously bread. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Dr. Magnadering Pocock? Pop-a-dums or bread? People with double barrel surnames, it's very hard to shout Pop-a-dums or bread out. So I have to do it really quickly. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Don French? Pop-a-dums or bread? Oh my god. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Fonz Pew? Pop-a-dums or bread? I'll get bread. Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread, Garth Marenghi? Pop-a-dums or bread? Pop-a-dums or bread? Um. Well, pop Pop-a-dums or bread? No, I don't like it! Pop-a-dums or bread, Hallabower? Pop-a-dums or bread? Yeah, and, and I knew it was coming. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, Kathy Burke? Bread. Pop-lobs or bread? Bread. Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, Steve Coogan? Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread? Well, not... not uh, Pop-lobs... Uh, if I'm in a curry house, I'll have pop-lobs, but yeah. generally, no. I love uh, good bread. Pop-lobs or bread? <laughs> pop-lobs or bread, oh. Tim Minchin? Pop-lobs or bread? I didn't know that was a question. I'm not prepared. Pop-lobs or bread? <laughs> pop-lobs or bread, Paul Fig? Pop-lobs or bread? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Um... Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, Paul Rudd? Pop-lobs or bread? Bread. Strawberry? Yeah, strawberry jam. Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, John Cairns? Pop-lobs or bread? Uh, bread, please. Can I have some bread, please? Thank you. <laughs> Pop-lobs or bread? Pop-lobs or bread, Judy Love? Pop-lobs or bread? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> you might get deported from, from Shakanda, honestly. <laughs> Um, your wait, dream. Wait, wait, wait. What a podcast we've been recording. This has been. This has been. It's fun. Wildly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.